I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Cold Popcher podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch, get up to two extra exclusive podcasts a month, give us something to talk about in the post credit scenes at the end of each episode, or even contribute to the discussion in the episode itself, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash Richard, yeah, you look movie. like you've got something to say about. There's this movie that's in cinemas at the moment called Where the Crawdads Sing. And mm. it's one of these movies that like gently passes into cinemas and then leaves without anyone you know seeing it, right? Like mm. the, these kind of like s- slow indie films that don't really get a lot of buzz, but they're based off a best-selling novel. Mm. And so we feel obliged to be like, hey, it's a, it's, this is good stuff, but then no one sees it. Mm. And I reckon... In New Zealand in particular, it is doomed because crawdad is not a term in New Zealand. What what many call a crawdad, we would call a crayfish, which isn't exactly the same thing, but it's like the native New Zealand oh. equivalent of a crawdad, right? So so you've got this the these distributors who are like we gotta sell where the crawdads sing to a nation that's never heard the term crawdad. Um, well, what do they call it? Oh, they call it crayfish. But if you call it where the crayfish sing, that's also a bad title because <laughs> yeah. then you're going to be expecting some kind of like Kiwiana fishing story, perhaps about a, uh, ironically about a dad, not a crawdad, but a dad and his son learning to fish or something. Mm. And this is why it's hard to sell movies in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you for that. Uh, you, you teased that you <laughs> before recording. You were like, "Dude, I've got, I've got, I've got a piece about where the crawdads sing." I'd love to open up with it, and I'm glad you did. I uh, would you believe I actually know several people that are quite excited for that movie, and and people that asked me to that if I you know through my film reviewing got um, an early screening of it that a few people asked me that they would love to come along because apparently the book's very good but apparently the movie is apparently the author might have murdered someone yeah. in the same, <laughs> yeah, the in the same way. way as the um who are the people asking you to take them to it oh um tess louise yeah, it's a ladies movie ladies one book, of them is a man Ah, well, well, well. I'll check that as my unconscious bias checked for the day. Mm-hmm. It's always good to get some to get some unconscious biases checked, which yeah. is what we like to do here. And what what better an unconscious bias than the belief that you are better than God and should bring mm. dinosaurs back from the mm. from the dead from extinction, mm. and furthermore mm. bring a franchise mm. about dinosaurs yeah. that mm. was dead. Back, back from, from extinction, extinction as well yeah, yeah. has that ever yeah. happened 
It's happened once, Richard, and you're here to listen to it now mm. on Film Franchise Fortnites on the Cold Popshire podcast. The Land After Time series. <laughs> That's how did we not come up with that? <laughs> the Land Before Sunrise, <laughs> like the Before Trilogy, but. that's a good joke the before trilogy isn't that about dinosaurs and then we'd laugh and be like that's actually 14 a 14 trilogy yeah yeah. whatever that's called yeah and we'd 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 insist that people know that we've seen all of them anyway yeah we are here (laughs) to talk about jurassic world the trilogy the Mm. sequel trilogy sequel Mm. trilogies are all the rage at the moment aren't they you've got star wars Mm. you've got jurassic world and the list goes on harry harry potter we joked mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. when we did harry potter that's not getting another yeah. <laughs> movie yeah. um yeah yeah so so for those that listen to our jurassic excuse me our jurassic park episode last week um and and need a little refresher this is of course film franchise Fortnite's redux um technically mm. this is still a redux episode i'll get to why it's a little fuzzy in a second but a basically fuzzy, fuzzy uh, five Five years ago, we covered the Jurassic Park series, um, and you guys, we, we like to do these reduxes where we redo a franchise we've done before, maybe because we're better podcasters now, and um, we 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 put it up to a vote, and you guys this year voted for Jurassic Park, and we thought we should split it up into two parts, because now... This is why it's fuzzy. Yeah, this is, there are two more films two more in that films. franchise. Yeah, so this is really the Isla Sauna to last week's Isla Nublar. <laughs> Very much so. And it is. it has made like a, a definitive split in the franchise. Oh, absolutely. It is a sequel trilogy. Mm. And it is a... A, yeah. a worthy of talking about in its own two-hour-ish episode. So. Oh, Jesus, okay. Why, well, that's how well, long better, these better big... slow things down, then. Big budget podcast. Fine, let's do it in an hour, dude. We never do. Oh, my God. We I'll never get it done that. in an hour. Let's do it. Let's try and get make it the same length as Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> and <laughs> this, doesn't, this doesn't need to be the same length as Jurassic World Dominion, which is the no. longest film in the franchise. And boy, mm. does it feel like it. So, yeah, the three films we're here to talk about today are Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and Jurassic World Dominion. Um, And I uh, put the emphasis in a weird place there, and that was intentional, and we'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So... Jurassic World was the first one up. You, you did that like you were worried I wasn't going to call you up on it, so you wouldn't be able to finish your little bit. But I would have. I would have been like, oh, that's an interesting emphasis that you put on that. No, I, I, I don't trust you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so uh, Jurassic World yeah, came out in 2015. Had a, had a long road to get there, of course. Um, oh, God, yeah, that's <sighs> right. This was like the, maybe like the longest rumoured movie of my lifetime, yeah. it feels like. I think I may have spoken about it before, but... I remember getting on like on a plane in probably 2001, 2002, I got this like, it was like a Looney Tunes, like adventure pack. And it had a list of like upcoming films and it was all like, like sequels. And so I, I remember specifically Jurassic Park 4 and Space Jam 2 being on there. And this is like 2002, they're like, yeah, yeah, these movies are coming. And I think Shrek 2 was on there as well. But it's like, I, I so wish I could still, I still had that or could like find it. And mm. see if all of these movies actually ended up existing. Yeah, yeah, totally. I remember what must have been a fan-made poster of a dinosaur footprint in the ground that was an IV. 
like mm. the, as in the Roman numerals for yeah. four, and people being like, "It is coming," yeah. <laughs> and this was in two thousand three. <laughs> people yeah. were like, "Hold on to your butts," which is a line from Jurassic Park, <laughs> uh, because Jurassic Park four is coming and it's going to have human dinosaur hybrids. Yeah, well, you're, you're getting ahead of yourself there. Sorry, so I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. <laughs> so yeah, the film was announced in two thousand one as Jurassic Park four IV. Mm. Various screenwriters were attached at various different stages. It was announced to release in 2005. Uh, at that point, Spielberg was still not satisfied with any of the drafts. In 2006, Joe Johnston was hired to uh, direct again uh, for mm-hmm. a 2008 release. By 2010, they just hadn't started filming. Johnston and Spielberg intended to work on the film following the completion of whatever Spielberg was working on and um, First Avenger. And then... Uh, another writer was hired in 2011 and then two storage treatments uh, were rejected. But yeah, they just couldn't find an idea. The The one that there is um, concept art available online of is dinosaur-human hybrid mercenaries, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, yeah, we never, we never end up seeing those in the franchise, thankfully. Thank, thank God, though, right? Like, that's an idea that you see it and you just... You think back to the lowly, grounded days of the first Jurassic Park and you're mm-hmm. like... This we've gone too far. Yeah. Has, to has quote Paramore, how did we get here? <laughs> There's so many quotes from Jurassic Park you could have said, but mm. you picked an outside source. I admire it. Yeah. It's, it's left of field thinking. Yeah, so uh, in 2012, um, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver were hired to write a fourth Jurassic Park, which would incorporate Spielberg's ideas. Colin Trevorrow was hired as director in 2013, and then he completely rewrote the script with his writing writing partner. Spielberg approved that script in 2013 and changed the name to Jurassic World, and then it was filmed and eventually came out. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, what is Jurassic World about? So, in a a timeline which doesn't not infer that this part two and three didn't happen mm-hmm. um we it was originally ret- so one of the one of the scripts i read as well was going to ignore the events of three for some reason and there was gonna, yeah. there was various things and obviously um hammond malcolm grant and Sattler were all rumored to be appearing at some point um mm. richard attenborough had a fall at his home in 2008 and retired from acting and because and he was he was attached at to dress park four was in talks at the time and then oh, he wow. passed away in 2014 so interesting i think that the um the movie we got <laughs> ignores Jurassic Park 3 if you want it to <laughs> because the events are so self-contained but yeah it's it's however many years later now and boy has Jurassic Industries in gen boy have they bounced back Richard because Jurassic Park now called Jurassic World is now an opening fu- open functioning theme park um and we join some of the worst characters put to blockbuster screen in the, in, the, in the last 10 years. And I'm not talking about any specifically, just across the board. Mm, this sure. is a, a pitiful cast. Yeah. Um, we join a, a couple of brothers um, who nothing happens <laughs> emotionally to them. Um, and they, they, they go to Jurassic Park to see their aunt Claire, who is the, the big swing and dick of, of yeah, <laughs> Jurassic the, world. Yeah. She's the park. She runs the park. 
Mm, yeah. Um, and But she's too busy to look after them, and she's talking with Owen Grady, played by the once very <laughs> popular Chris Pratt, um, who I was quite excited to see in this movie. I thought mm. he, he fit the the action hero bill mm. quite well. Mm. Um, and uh, he's sort of, he's like the raptor wrangler. He has a special relationship with the velociraptors where they listen to and respect him. And he um, is called in to give some thoughts on the I-Rex, mm. or the, the Indominus Rex, yep. uh, which is their genetically engineered dinosaur um and they make it too strong it busts out chaos unleashes a lot of people die a lot of people die whether or not they deserve it or not um you find out oh, that we'll the kids that. the kids parents are getting divorced oh well um, that must be a big deal that must come back and you also find out that the the older brother who's established as having a girlfriend at the start of the movie um is flirting with other girls well, at he stares World. at other girls okay but they I, smile at him I, I, no okay that's how i flirt so. <laughs> okay some would call that flirting <laughs> um and then yeah it's like then that resolves doesn't it just kidding uh neither of those plot threads are mentioned again and one of the weirdest things i've ever seen in a movie mm. <laughs> like in terms of like screenwriting coherency one of the weirdest things i've yeah. ever seen in a movie yeah. <laughs> um but yeah they 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 all bandy together and they set the t-rex loose and it kills the irex um well, the mosasaur technically kills the irex that's true yeah um, and yeah, that's the movie. Yeah, what do you think of Jurassic World 2015? I When I first saw this movie, I said to the people I went with, I said, that was way better than I expected it would be. Mm. And they looked at me and they said, that was way worse than I expected it to wow. be. Wow. Um, so that's kind of a good summation of my experience with this movie. I've, I, this is the third time I've seen it. I only wow. rewatched it once for for mm. the original podcast. Yeah. Now. Okay. What do you not want me to, to speak, Richard? <laughs> so, so fucking condescending. <laughs> is it? Um, yeah, it is. Uh, I didn't. I don't know what I think of this movie. I think it, there's some interesting ideas in it. I think ultimately. Um, I struggle figuring out whether this is the second or third best Jurassic sure. Park movie, yeah. um, because I think I think uh, contrary to what you said last week, I think that The Lost World still has this kind of like Spielbergian wonder to it. Mm. That this this one, the biggest problem with the Jurassic World trilogy and and the first one as well in particular, is that they're, they're really glossy. Well, it's got that Trevorrow really... sort of sense of wonder. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, they're, they're really glossy and it. It's not as fun seeing like pristine CGI raptors mm. as it is seeing like dirty raptors in the dark yeah. and in the rain. After you know, dark, that's yeah. that's that's scary. That's scarier. And so I think these movies almost look too clean for their own good. Yeah. What do you think of this movie? Well, I think so I saw this movie in twenty fifteen as well, and I thought that was good. That was really good. And <laughs> I I think it's interesting, like, this is one of the highest grossing films ever made. And it's mm. kind of it's kind of weird to remember that, because it feels like... It's unsuspecting, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's like, who would have thought that a Jurassic Park movie, your distant sequel, could be the third highest grossing film of all time at the time of release? It's still the seventh highest, mm. um, with a, a made $1.6 billion. It was just bumped down to uh, seventh by Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, and... Right. 
but yeah, I mean, this this sets so many box office records, and it's like it's we kind of forget like what a phenomenon this film was. It's one of only three films to surpass one million dollars in four DX admissions worldwide. Can you guess what the other two are? Four DX. Yeah, you know the the four D cinema things oh of course uh let's go spy kids and shark girl and lava boy <laughs> <laughs> no it's um and isn't it shark boy and lava girl yeah it is <laughs> so uh, the, the only other two films to have made a million dollars are furious seven and minions <laughs> cool <laughs> what a great what a motley crew yeah. <laughs> of the top three are. although i wonder if that's if that statistic then is just 2015 films because those all have to be from 2015 um it's a good year for 4DX. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but, what they always say about 2015. <laughs> yeah. So what? What? Yeah. What did I think of the film? It's like I think this film is probably unfairly hated these days. Like mm-hmm. pe- people act like this is really bad, but then at the same time, like a lot of people also really like this film. So it's it's hard, and I feel like it's hard to really gauge like the general public opinion on this because we live inside echo chambers what, what, what would you guess as on, on Rotten tomatoes because that gives us kind of an idea mm, i'm gonna guess like maybe low 70s yeah, 71 so and yeah. that's like 71's a pretty reasonable score for a film like it's about as low as a movie can be and i'd still be willing to yeah be like be i liked that decent, yeah. <laughs> but like a, a lot of jurassic world i really like and mm. It's not perfect. Some of it, it's it is so stupid, like the some of the things you mentioned already. But yeah, it's it's a it's a really watchable, fun blockbuster. And I think if Jurassic Park wasn't one of the greatest films ever made, people would probably look a lot more kindly on this. That this this is pretty serviceable as as far as blockbusters go, which isn't that big a praise really but yeah yeah yeah, it's it's like when you're comparing it to literally one of the greatest films ever made it's like uh, you know it's no Jurassic Park this is I said this about I think the original Jurassic Park as well but this and this has happened to me I've been staying in a hotel and I've been flicking through channels and Jurassic World is on TV and I go oh yeah and I'll watch a little bit of it and then end up watching the whole film it's that kind of movie it's it's a very easy watch it's 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 a fun watch and yeah, I think that, that people maybe hate on it a little too unfairly. Once we get to the Jurassic World sequels, <laughs> I think they might be changing my stripes a little bit. But I, I will say about Jurassic World, and this is this was my review of the film as well on Letterboxd, is that like uh, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm bouncing between, fuck, there's some amazing stuff in this film and Fuck, there's some stupid stuff in this film. But I will say about Jurassic World, I think this is one of the best continue the franchises we've ever seen in Hollywood. Like, in, How so? in terms and, and of. Like, unpack that for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, but like the idea of jump forward almost 15 years and mm. they've cleaned up the park and it's a fully functioning theme park to the point where people are now bored of it and a lot and during the production colin trevorrow was saying that they had this idea of a a kid texting his girlfriend with his back to the glass with a t-rex is and that like Mm. this is sort of the image that the film was birthed out of and then and i mean even the, the idea of making a new dinosaur to be like yeah we need a new attraction 
is a good idea and this and it flirts with some good ideas as well like that they they say something about like oh right it's confirmed t-mobile presents indominus rex and a lot of people shit on this film for its product placement but i think it should have done like the josie and the pussycats thing and just done like full wall-to-wall product placement like every single every single shot in this film should have a brand logo on it because that's what Mm. the film is about it's about you know brands taking over and like and they should have just leaned into that so much more instead it feels like a com- you know a commercial but it's like it should really feel like a commercial <laughs> i feel so uh blind to this because for a long time at least the number one criticism of this film was how much product placement was mm. in it like people would go on and on about it and i would think back to it and i'd be like right yeah because there's like sony presents the triceratops madness yeah. the, or, the main one like, that people point to is the car and right. that's like like Claire's car. It's very um, and it's notable that it's kept clean the entire movie. Right. Okay. And it's like, and you're always making sure you're seeing the hood logo. Right. That's interesting because watching it this time, it wasn't till the end credits that I was like, oh yeah, everyone says this movie's real bad with product placement. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that means I'm extra susceptible to product placement or I it's like don't notice it at all. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm extra sensitive to de-aging. Yeah. Is there any de-aging in these films? Do they de-age any like dinosaurs or anything? <sighs> yeah, no, the dinosaurs <laughs> are actually 65 million years old. Yeah, right. They're actually extinct and they've made them look alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One other big complaint this film often gets is mm. uh, the death of the babysitter character. And this is, it's a, it's a really interesting conversation to be had by mm. like the mainstream. Because I agreed. It, I was going to say the exact same thing. It well, is strange it that, 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 <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it is, it is strange that there are like think pieces written about something that's quite under the surface in mm. this realm of conversation so what happens is and this is a piece of dumb imdb trivia um if you if you would like some now so the character zara is overheard planning her wedding she later gets eaten by mosasaurus (laughs) it's it's framed as if it's ironic like the the mosasaurus (laughs) a famously pro famously pro wedding (laughs) dinosaur but so what happens is there's there's a scene where the indominus rex gets into the uh aviary and well, and also Erifan Khan's hel- character smashes into it, <laughs> and uh, yeah, all the pterodactyls get loose, and they they terrorize Jimmy Buffett, and, uh, and many how do other people. people know that's Jimmy Buffett? Uh, well, I don't. I don't. He, Jimmy Buffett. What does he has, look like? You, has, can, you can barely see him. He has a chain of margarita. Um, yeah thing and so he's holding two margaritas and that's kind of like the joke of it but yeah i don't know it's just people are told it's jimmy buffett it's, it's just like the the product placement in this movie i it's did, the jimmy don't buffett notice placement. It. <laughs> I, I wouldn't notice if people didn't tell yeah. me yeah and he was just trying to enjoy a cheeseburger in paradise <laughs> it's a song i'm quickly going to double check is by jimmy buffett i didn't even know he was a musician i don't know what jimmy buffett yeah. does cheeseburger and paradise <laughs> it's a weird song anyhow the yeah so so the pterodactyls are attacking and there's this character zara who has really like she's been real a quite an ancillary character that she she's the babysitter assigned that claire assigned to her two nephews to look after them they run away from her and get away she never does anything wrong she's just kind of distracted the whole time and she 
gets picked up by uh, while chasing after the two boys gets picked up by a pterodactyl uh, and then that pterodactyl you know a few others swoop and catch and pull her apart between them before while she's being held by one a mosasaur comes out of the the sea and bites and eats the pterodactyl and zara and it's this weird thing because the 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 big sort of discussion about it is that like it's this really it's this really gruesome death that's really like played out and it's played out as if it's like yes finally this character's getting their dues but she's done nothing wrong it's like she's an antagonistic force to the two boys because they want to explore and she's you know a, a square who wants them to yeah. play by the rules but yeah. Even then, it's like she, she, yeah, she's absolutely in the right, and the character is is ripe for death in this kind of film. But it's the it's the gratuity of her death and mm. the the enjoyment it feels like you're supposed to feel as as an audience member. And and we spoke about last week that Jurassic Park tends to have pretty good, like deserved deaths, like the mm. compy attack in the second one, the uh, the, the lawyer getting eaten on the toilet in the first one even in jurassic park 3 for all its faults i feel like the deaths in that are like yes this is the correct character to kill off i'm never left being like they let that guy survive what the Hmm. hell what do you think because i know you quite enjoyed her death (laughs) did i (laughs) did i say that once and you've kept that in your back pocket okay (laughs) you'd forgive me for thinking that was the situation (laughs) um i i yeah i always thought it was pretty weird but i think i'm more fascinated by the fact that it became a think piece Mm. subject i think that's really interesting from someone who like the way i look at movies is like very much like that that kind of thing far more than plot machinations it's weird seeing normies be as smart as you yeah, it is weird seeing that, Richard. And I saw a TikTok a while ago which talked about this scene. And again, it was like from, almost from the perspective of someone who didn't know that there's a whole discourse mm. around. So, like, you know, that speaks to its yeah. gratuitousness, right? Yeah. Um, like, um, um, tap, tap, can we talk about this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this guy was like, I think it's wrong because this is the, f- I think it is the first female character you see killed in a jurassic park movie um so it's sexist too well it's sexist in the sense that like the first jurassic park movie is very like intentionally feminist in a sort of yeah well i mean strange way dinosaurs are like very clever girls some of the some of the best female and trans characters (laughs) uh, put to film yeah that's right there's there's a second transgender franchise of the uh... or tra- let's call it franchise where transgenderism is a conversation to <laughs> and our third one this year um after sleepaway game yeah well yeah if you're counting jurassic park as two i was talking about um harry potter no, well i was talking about sleepaway camp <laughs> oh d- god damn um <laughs> so anyway the like there's that line in the first film where they're like 
yada yada god creates dinosaurs dinosaurs <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know they put the first one where they're like oh fucking beautifully shit, written piece of dialogue <laughs> um no and, and it ends with um dinosaurs eat man woman inherit the earth and there is this idea in jurassic park that like this is where the men have got us you know like this mm, is lads. this is the this is where the lads have got us this is where saturdays where, are for the boys <laughs> and what did those saturdays reap a the the rape of the natural world as mm. in in malcolm puts it and do like the, voice. the what and say rape of the natural world yeah, come on do it do the funny voice. <laughs> what 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 do you call a what does he say what do you, what do you no, call well, this this is this is um run its course continue <laughs> oh, don't what are you what is wrong with you the tonight you keep stitching me up what have i done to you what i'm is, like zara what's... i'm like zara i've done nothing wrong <laughs> yeah well i, I call me fucking colin trevorrow <laughs> <laughs> anyway i think that that is that is another interesting perspective and like it is a perspective which gets at the heart of what's wrong with uh perhaps the jurassic world trilogy but also perhaps um these kinds of legacy blockbusters and Mm. that is a voice at the center of it that does not fundamentally understand the ethos of the source material right and i think that's what it is is that that there is a poetry to the characters who die in previous jurassic park movies and she does not fit that poetry and i would say there is a poetry to killing off characters in anything and Mm. it is it is interesting to see one that's such a fucking misfire that that you know got fucking buzzfeed articles written about and it's and also like no one reacts to it really being this horrible horrible thing like Yeah, we talked last week about the 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 lines in the Lost World, which is like, oh, I presume you're talking about our friend who like saved mm. us by giving his life. Mm. Oh, boo hoo, Mister Malcolm! But <laughs> boo hoo, Mister Malcolm! <laughs> and yeah, it's just it, it's 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 it is yeah, it's insane that just this film has this like massive smear on it, and it's <laughs> it's such an interesting thing to be, uh, to be a stain yeah yeah absolutely yeah it is interesting but yeah what what do you what do you like about the film what do i like about the film oh god um i like the 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 way the t-rex is like teased where you you don't really see it yeah um because it's behind a crowd and then it's plays a big part of the the ending um i like the hmm I like stuff like Jimmy Fallon being a digital tour guide yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in the Well the again world. it like speaks to the commercialization and like yeah. it it suits being Jimmy Fallon. I mean oh, fuck it should have been James Corden. Like yeah, yeah. It, it should be like look at how like fucking capitalist this look, has gotten and like how look at how how yeah. sick you would be going like Jurassic World <laughs> is like oh god, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like look going going to the mall the- at Christmas time what should be the most amazing thing in the world has become just another thing in the world, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, which is a theme that should be the theme of the trilogy, but it's not at all. It's more, it sort of just plays window dressing. It I speaks think, to so. like the, the way people look at the franchise as well, that it's like, mm. well, I've seen CGI dinosaurs. What else you got? Yeah. And so yeah. you should make a more intelligent film, a film that's as intelligent as the original. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree, Richard, one hundred percent. But I also, um, having said that, I, I like. I remember I said this about Terminator that 
the Terminator sequels are like the key to what the, the Terminator franchise should be is just stop trying to be good. Right. Like, well, and I, and Jurassic I, Park is that then. I almost right? think that, yeah, like and Jurassic World kind of like is that. Like it, it turned the this smart, you know, like uh, one of the mm. best films ever made into just a turn your brain off film. Have some fun with it, you know? Mm. And yeah, I, I think that the, there's, there's, a, there's a part of me that's like, oh, Jurassic World is good enough. You know, right? Not every movie can be Jurassic Park, but like, I'm I'm happy if some are Jurassic World. Mm. Okay, um, I I like Jake Johnson's character. I'm surprised he's not in any of the others. Yeah, he that was, feels like a character you bring back. He was announced to be in Dominion, and then was just like never unannounced, yeah. <laughs> but right. just didn't show up in the movie. He was also going to appear in Fallen Kingdom, and he uh, met with. Uh, Trevorrow, who was writing and producing it and yeah he had this idea that he was going to have like a ponytail now and sleeve tattoos and was going to be like a completely different person because he's so traumatized by the events of the first film but yeah, yeah. Jake Johnson's ponytail. sort of the the man in the chair one of the guys at yeah. Jurassic World and uh Lauren Latkes plays, yeah. plays yeah. another one yeah um what do you think of the other characters in this? I mentioned that I thought that was a tear. I think cast. they're some of the strongest characters in yeah. blockbusters in the last ten years. Yeah, mm. just like like, like what, physically, like clear clear de- daring, clear daring. Which there's a stu- there's a IMDb trivia I didn't bother copying over, but it's like Trevor and Derek Connolly, his writing partner, like came up with a name together, and it's like. And Trevor's like, I chose the name Clear, and then Derek chose Daring, which is classic Derek. <laughs> and it's like that I don't, I don't Derek. care how she got her name. Um, if I wanted I, to know more, I would read the evolution of Clear. I think she, I think as well, like again, like this invites comparison to Jurassic Park, which is a blockbuster mm. with some of the coolest main characters I mm. think we've seen at blockbusters, and um. So Claire, I think, is just there is no effort to make her particularly interesting or likable. Mm. I've you know I've read maybe some slightly too harsh reviews that were like she should be in prison. This is all her fault. I think she it's probably more um, Irfan Khan's. I feel yeah. like it's Irfan Khan's fault more than mm. her fault. Yeah. This is this is Irfan Khan's third appearance in a film or franchise which features a character named richard parker or someone who has played a character named richard parker <laughs> can you unpack that for me so he's in life of pi where the character is just named that the tiger is named richard parker the same year the, he was in the tiger is named richard parker yeah yeah, yeah in, in life of pi and wow. then the he was the same year he was in the amazing spider-man which has richard parker in it that same actor plays dodgson in <laughs> dominion <laughs> that was that's brought, this segment this this observation was brought to you by dumb imdb trivia this Very is cool. me trying to make up my own like like i did that time oh I th- well it's a, it's a it's a randomly placed useless statistic in a way mm. i guess we haven't covered life of pi but it's a good movie um the one thing that um i i also don't like is they, they, you can. T- Chris Pratt's character, Owen Grady, is like he's a prick. He feels he feels designed in a in a lab in a writer's mm, like, room, like a know, clone. To- <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, and 
I've got here's here's something that I think is a massive step down with this whole trilogy. I think Velociraptors are cooler when they're scary and untrained and smarter than you. I think the whole storyline of the guy who's got a special bond with a particular velociraptor and can co coexist with it and touch it and team up with it. I get that it looks very cool on a movie poster. I think it sucks. I think it's a it, it, it character assassinates the Velociraptor, maybe one of the, the greatest villains <laughs> in movie history, is now like docile and like there's That's... there's an, there is a powder keg nature to that, you know, it's yeah. an animal and it could go haywire at any moment. But one, that never happens. And two yeah. I, I think it's cooler when they're like how they are in, in I the original trilogy. would like to respectfully disagree. Mm. I, I think you that... piece of shit. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that the, the taming of the Velociraptor is again one of those things that I really like about Jurassic World. It, like I'll, On paper, I'll say, necessarily. not Maybe not entirely in the film. But I again, it speaks to this like bringing bringing the franchise back to be like okay everything you loved about the first one which you've been watching for the last 22 years everyone's now bored of and so nerfing the velociraptors is like what else you got and i and 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 I, what else like, do they have it's like big, nothing though. a big velociraptor <laughs> All the uh, the the villain dinosaur in the first two Jurassic Worlds aren't real dinosaurs, which I think is very lame. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they should be, they should well, be. Existing I'm fine dinosaurs. with them doing it once, but they should have done it in Fallen yeah. Kingdom. But the, the the idea that yeah, they had to invent a new dinosaur. But then the the plot is so stupid around like, well, okay, what what did you put in the dinosaur? Well, can't tell you that. And it's like th this is who who is like above you on this. Yeah, yeah. Let me speak to them. Yeah. <laughs> and is do you know what happens if we don't know everything about this dinosaur? What's just happened is what happens. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um so no no returning characters in this film except for Dr. Henry Wood. Again, that's a thing I love on paper that it's like, yeah, the first mm. one, let's not bring back any legacy characters. Let's let's bring back because it makes sense that Henry Wu would still be involved mm. somehow. Maybe you shouldn't be in two and three, but I do like <laughs> That's that. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Is he's, he, he's, he's a guy. I we don't, will I don't... talk about Wu when we get we to will? Dominion as okay. well. Okay. All right. We don't Sweet. have to. We don't, I wasn't having to say you can't talk about him now, but I just don't think I, he's a very good actor. I think I think he's 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 acting in a cheesier movie than than hmm. everyone who's acting opposite him. Yeah, sure. Hmm. Do you remember the trailer for this film? No. Or full of badass lines like that depends on what what kind of dinosaur they cooked up yes. in that lab <laughs> i remember quoting it's that so stupid. All the time. <laughs> i just, i remember he think watching the trailer and being like this looks awful because <laughs> it's like a bunch of hollywood lines like that um mm. yeah the um depends what kind of dinosaur they cooked up in that lab and what, there was another one that was in the trailer as well you just went ahead and made a new dinosaur that's it that, probably not you a just good went idea. ahead made a new dinosaur <laughs> made a new dinosaur <laughs> my terrible chris Pratt. <laughs> i remember hearing that um that uh glenn howerton was in the running to play yeah. Owen Grady and just doing those lines as Glenn. You just made a new dinosaur! Just doing it <laughs> as Dennis from Always Sunny. Oh, wow. 
Uh, Jurassic World. Eh? God, we had fun, didn't we? We did. We did. So the the remember when we, we used on- to do what if Christopher Walken played Blofeld and Inspector? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's me, James, the author of all your pain. <laughs> <laughs> I remember late night drives to McDonald's, giggling away in the car about that. Um, do we want to talk more about the like unresolved Chekhov's guns, or did we dwell on that as much as we needed to? Uh, I think it's funnier if it doesn't come up again. Okay, <laughs> yep, <laughs> agreed. Um, cool. All right. Well, do you what? What else is there to to get a couple Jurassic more pieces of dumb IMDb trivia? Um, mm-hmm. This one, this one's not necessarily dumb. It's actually kind of fun, but it's just funny that it was there. Uh, the Indominus Rex was the first dinosaur to go extinct on Isla Nublar. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, James Cameron expressed interest in directing the original Jurassic Park when the film rights were first put up for bids. Reportedly, he wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to play the lead role. Chris Pratt is now Schwarzenegger's son-in-law. Is he really? Yeah, he's married to Schwarzenegger's daughter. Chris Pratt is? Hmm. Huh, I didn't know that. Well, you do not keep up with celebrity gossip. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> They not. have a very healthy son. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I remember this. Um, unlike some wives of Chris's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's true. Is there anything else you want to say about Jurassic World, or are you... oh, actually, sorry, there's one. I've... There's I had the one piece of dumb to be trivia was on another page. It's abundantly clear that Delta detests Hoskins, foreshadowing the ending when Delta finally mauls him to death. Hoskins being Vincent D'Onofrio's character. Mm. What do you think of him? What's so? Yeah, it's interesting because he he his sort of ideas become major things in the next film. But yeah, he has this idea about using the raptors as like military weapons and yeah the the, the whole it's so funny this name's hoskins as well <laughs> like i don't know i just find something about the name hoskins and like god damn it hoskins <laughs> um well there's yeah. wheatley in the next one who gets who the, there's literally a line um wheatley you son of a bitch which i thought was like the stupidest thing like ever. from portal 2 yes yeah. yes Speaking. no no more thoughts on jurassic world yeah Let's let us on. know your thoughts in the cult elders segment you have until like when we get to it <laughs> Which, uh, if you listen to this you missed your chance so jurassic world fallen kingdom came out a few years later in 2018 this time directed by j.a Bayona, who's a spanish like horror director sort of and um yeah he what do you think it has on Rotten tomatoes 54 percent oh way too high it's got 47 percent it's not way too high uh, uh, it's under 10 under 10 if there was if something was 87 and 94 you'd be like yep they're both as good as each other unless i felt like saying you're way off that time I guess that's true. Yeah. I guess that is the chaos theory of, of which. Yeah. That's the chaos of uh, hosting a podcast cha- with me. It's chaos. You never know what I'm going to do. Could do anything. So uh, interestingly, this is, this also, you know, like this, this film, which was pretty universally panned, uh, was mm. the, at the time, was the 12th highest grossing film of all time. It's now the 16th. Oh, really? It's. Uh, I if- did not think this was going to. Yeah, and uh, spoilers for Jurassic World Dominion. It's uh, currently sitting pretty at like 911 million. And if it gets like 66 million more, it'll enter the top 50. 
Wow, they've t- pushed it to streaming now, so I don't think that's going to happen. It's a strange move, isn't it, to push it to streaming while it's still in theaters? I mean, it's still out here. It's, it's not unlikely it would make another sixty-six million. Mm. What's it yeah. about? <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, there's a volcano going off on Isla Nublar, and there's schools of thought. Good ideas for a movie executed mm. awfully. Mm. Um, but basically, there are two schools of thought. One saying, like, no, this is nature course correcting, and we should let the dinosaurs die. And one saying, no, we should go save the dinosaurs because th- they have just as many rights as hu- as other animals. Human animals. Um, <laughs> human animals um and so claire is part of this like resistance team that wants to save them um we get a brief scene of uh jeff goldblum returning to the series as ian malcolm where he says we should let them die mm. um but the main characters are sort of this rescue he's, he's crew like that testifying g- before congress about yeah yeah the the this crew of um you know nerds and mercenaries go to go to <laughs> Isla Nublar to- party yeah yeah <laughs> um they go to uh get all the dinosaurs out it turns out that it's actually a double cross and the mercenaries are there to steal a bunch of dinosaurs and then leave the island where they can sell them to the highest bidder um so there's there's about half the movie takes place on the island um mm. and a good few maybe like just under a hundred dinosaurs get shipped off um we watch a very sad scene where a um a um brontosaurus type looking motherfucker uh, dies, <laughs> what, dies alle- allegedly the, the first smoke. the same first brachiosaurus or whatever we saw in the first jurassic park they've they've, mm. they've word of god said it's the, that it's the first yeah, yeah. dinosaur you see it's that same one you see it die um and the second half of the film i like if i if i'm trying to make this film sound like a cool experimental thing i tell people the second half is actually a haunted house movie mm. Uh, because it's set in this mansion where this auction's going on. And, oh no, the dinosaurs have gotten loose. Um, <laughs> there's there's an Indoraptor. They made they just made a new they dinosaur. Just, probably not a good idea. <laughs> Depends um, on what this, kind of Indoraptor they cooked up in that their lab. Yep, this guy is, is just even more psychopathic than oh, yeah. any other dinosaur. And so I want I want to explain how the Endoraptor works because okay. it's a it's a sticking point for me. So the re- the way the Endoraptor is designed is that you it will kill anything that moves. And that's also a line from the first Jurassic World trailer as well and it's like she'll kill anything that moves and the it's, it's <laughs> I remember seeing it like spelled out but the so what they've designed this Indoraptor to do is that when you like fire with like a, a gun shaped device, you fire a laser at what you want to die, and then you pull the trigger to emit a sound, and that sound triggers the Indoraptor to go kill the thing you're pointing at. Now, so let, let's let's break this down. So you see the thing you want to die, you point a gun shaped object at it. And then you pull a trigger so that the Indoraptor will kill it for you. Now, this is the next evolution in technology because let's break down uh, the way that you would normally kill something. So what you do is you point a gun-shaped object at the thing you want to die. You pull the trigger and then the thing dies. There's no other... It's just... It's so stupid. You're adding extra steps and acting like it's... 
this like what benefit does this have at all they never explain why it's mm. beneficial to have the indirect do it than a bullet and i don't want to sound like i'm defending guns but I, you know i don't want our school kids going to school with indoraptors <laughs> it reminds me of the new adobe update to the creative suite it's now you can't go save as jpeg on photoshop anymore you've got to go down to export and then you've got to go export as and then it brings up another screen like who was the smart ass in adobe who was like how about we add more steps between what like, everyone wants to do with this what everyone wants to do saving your project like mm. it's infuriating yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway that's the, that's the the auctions going on and this is the what's well, not actually supposed to be for sale but the toby jones's character here our second toby jones franchise in a row after he played dobby and Harry <laughs> yeah, yeah. that the, he's um he hears a, a figure so high He's uh, he's insistent on. This is going so on. funny. This is one of the funniest gaffes in blockbusters yeah. trying to be taken seriously. If you haven't seen this movie, people listening to this podcast, how much would you expect a dinosaur to go for at an auction? I would guess a billion for the lowest yeah. valued dinosaur. They go for about ten million dollars. Mm. This, there this are, is like what, like like football players are traded yeah, between yeah. companies for least for between teams for less than this. Yeah. The, it is so funny that for no reason, you know, they could have set a price to anything. It's a movie. Mm. And they just decided that ten million at one point they're like, we've made over hundred and sixty million dollars on this auction. We can't close it. Yeah. It, it's so it's insane. <laughs> it's the price of a house in Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the let's get to the how does the film end? Okay, so the film ends <laughs> So what is what is I guess all of the dinosaurs? That doesn't mm. seem right. There's it's a very yeah. small room. Mm. But I guess all of the dinosaurs left in the world? Yeah. Are these the only ones left? There's like maybe half a dozen? Well, it's kind of also never really explained what happened to the ones in Isla Sauna. It is in Dominion. They mention oh, Isla right. Sauna. Um So they're in this room that through various plot, um, it's it's filling with noxious gas. Hydrogen and, cyanide. And the the film presents our lovable main characters. <laughs> I hate the characters. <laughs> They're so boring. Presents them with somewhat of a trolley problem, Richard. Mm. Do nothing and course correct history. Or... And watch all of these dinosaurs die right in front of them. That they've built bonds with... Mm, yeah. Well, sort of. Um, or let them go. And they can't they can't bring themselves to let them go because that'll let them free on the world. But by the way, there's this whole other storyline mm. about this little girl who was the supposedly the granddaughter of a character named Lockwood, who you guys will remember as John Hammond's best friend <laughs> from only this movie, who apparently is the co-founder of Jurassic Park. Do you reckon they went through the, the canon and was like, do we ever specifically say John that John Hammond, Hammond has the, no is, is the co- is, is, is the or is the founder? You know, can, yeah. we, can we wiggle on this a little bit? But anyway, it turns out he's not his gra- his granddaughter. She's his. She's, it turns out she's not his granddaughter. She's actually the clone of his dead daughter. Mm. And so she, when and, they can't press and the button, and he clo- he cloned her because, and that's why Hammond and him had a falling out. Because mm, you're not supposed to clone people. Mm. Um. So she presses the button. She solves this trolley problem. 
um, and lets these dinosaurs out into the world where they are to wreak havoc. And what does she I, say? I want to. What does she? She says they're like me. They're alive, like, like me. And they all just go. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> let's let's go in descending order of most obvious to to maybe like the thing you might not have thought of of why this is a horrible thing to happen mm. in both the world of the film and the screenplay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for, the obvious one is like thousands of people are going to die and do die because mm. she let loose essentially a zombie apocalypse yeah. in dinosaur form on the earth, right? So let's talk about that. The other thing is like. It's actually not um, like this film likes to to it, it feels like it's trying to get back to the first film's conversation around ethics and yeah, chaos yeah. and and like it's like the 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 question at the heart of the film is a relevant one. It is a good question to ask of what do you do when these dinosaurs are are in danger? Is it your responsibility as the people you know the species that brought them back into the world hmm. to save them or is this nature course correcting? I think the movie assumes you're siding with saving them a little too much whereas yeah. i would have actually liked a lot more balance there because i think it's i don't know what i would pick personally but i think it's a really interesting question and the kill the dinosaurs party just immediately get branded as the villains yeah. other than jeff goldblum i guess um so all of that is at the heart of the film but they're not like you just because you're a clone what a superficial commonality to mm. think is worth all of this right it is like what if they were birthed normally do i press the button because they're birthed normally and i was too like it is it is it is not a the, the it's it's treated like it's this like mind-blowing like oh of course the sympathetic yeah. like approach to it but i don't th i don't think it's that strong of a connection mm. i think a clone human could easily understand the ramifications <laughs> and meaning of um, not letting a bunch of dinosaurs loose, and you can say, "Oh, well, she's a little girl. She made like a immature decision." Don't let it near what? the button. That don't let the 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 movie and the characters treat it with reverence, like it's yeah. the hard decision none of the adults could make. Stupid. Thirdly, <laughs> um, it is actually environmentally detrimental to let loose a new species into a mm. ecosystem this happened there's a big tiktok controversy at the moment because some guy let loose like a thousand frogs into a, <laughs> a place right, where yes. there were no frogs right this is not like i knew i went to high school with a guy a couple years out of high school <laughs> he, found released out he got a thousand arrested frogs. no sort of he got he got arrested because he tried to smuggle lizards into new zealand right, on, yeah. a, on a plane and they had to euthanize the lizards right and that's long. just like that, but that's just how it goes. Mm. And so what I'm saying is, like, there is an understanding of, like, how, how delicate an ecosystem is, which means do not introduce, like, a new massive dominant life form into that ecosystem. This is what, like, before 9-11, this is what the TSA was for. <laughs> was making sure... Sorry, well, you know, airport security was for, was for, like, making sure you didn't disrupt the, the ecosystem of the, the country that you're, you're moving to. And... Like, so you can you can say like, oh, but they're clones. Oh, you can even be on the side of like, we should let them live because they're our responsibility now. Great, aunt, sure, I, that's that's valid. Mm. But like the decision ethically of whether or not to let dinosaurs loose into the world, ethically the answer is no. They should be euthanized. Yeah. Maybe it's sad to kill them through noxious gas, but. Mm. 
you, you got to work with the 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 when life gives you lemons, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so another thing that I have a problem with in this film, hmm. and just one, Richard, <laughs> Richard. Occasionally, I'll tell you an idea I have for you know I'll script doctor a film, hmm. and it, it's very rarely have you been really excited about my idea. Usually, you make fun of me, or you're not that. Enthused, or I suggest or, a dumb title. Yeah. I have got a tiny change to this movie, and I'm hoping this is a pearl. I'm hoping this is going to be something where you hear it and you go, oh my God, of course. And I purr, yeah. You purr. Like a cat. What did you say? Pearl? Like a pearl? Oh, I think so. Yeah, you're hoping this is going to be a purr. Like, I'm going to love your idea so much, I go. (laughs) Well, if you want, I'm more of a, like a pearl of an idea. Mm. Um, So... One, I think this, I also this have came a, a script doctor for this. Okay, this came out of the fact that I I started thinking, God, isn't it convenient that it's a volcano going off on Isla Nublar mm. that's making them go like what a what a convenient for the plot, like like it's literally an act of God and it makes mm. the conversations around what we should do about it. I think sort of stacked in the let it happen uh, because yeah. there's something so divine about uh, it um it is interesting as well that the in the original novel it's mentioned that isla nublar is, is an active volcano right which well, i don't think it's mentioned in the, in the film it, and speaking of the original novel should the threat not obviously be napalm shouldn't it be a human oh yeah yeah like a human like so then it's not do we save them from nature it's humans are now trying like because th- that then i could get on the side of the let's save them because now it's like humans continuing to human you know mm. like man humans continuing human. exactly humans are continuing to meddle in the the life of you know this ex- de-extinct creature stopping life from uh finding a way and I think that is a much more compelling, sympathetic charge for these main characters who should not have returned, would not have returned. I think yeah. that's another thing we could talk about. But the yeah. like the the threat should be because that is all the same effects of a volcano. You know, yeah. you can have all the same hellfire scenes, raining from the all, sky. All, all the same set pieces, and it's I think then even more sad when they fail, and you see that brachiosaur mm. die and you I, know it's it's at the hands of human interference again i i get where you're coming from but i i don't have an issue with the volcano plot i think i think the entire movie could have been the volcano plot <laughs> but the um or yeah, even if you're, you're dropping napalm into the volcano to see them. Like, yeah. I just think it's 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 a little too convenient and a little too... I, it feels like all of a sudden God is a character in Jurassic yeah. Park. Our second know. God franchise of the year. But the, <laughs> I, I do think that... I mean, it's, it's like you build a theme park on an active volcano. You know, maybe if they'd established as a volcano earlier, but it's like, yeah, it's going to happen at some point. It's a conversation we have to have at some point. But the... Yeah, you mentioned the, uh, wait, the wait, thing so, I sorry, wanted... sorry, that's that's a really great thing to mention because that means that if the events of Jurassic World had not happened, they would still have the volcano. Volca- <laughs> yeah. that, like that's stupid. Like it should be like plot should be predicated on the foolish actions of men. 
You know, yeah. like that should be well, building especially a theme park on a volcano is pretty foolish. <laughs> okay, fine. <Fair> <laughs> it's the most foolish thing man can do. But so <laughs> the, you talked about something there that, that I do want to talk about. This is one of my big complaints of the film is that when I'll say when I watched it the first time, I was like, there's no fucking way I would ever side with the fact that they go back. I, I, it's so stupid that they would go back. But then watching it, We're talking I was like, specifically about Owen and Claire. Owen and Claire, yeah. And. I think that yeah, it's the, it's this interesting thing watching it now, and I've and I've talked a little bit in the how in the last year I've gained empathy by owning two cats, but the like I, I think watching it now, and it's again, it's like knowing because I remember watching the trailer and being like, they go back to the island, like why do they go back to the island? Like explain this to me, and then watching the movie, and be like, oh, I'm not satisfied with that explanation knowing what the explanation is going into it and everything that it's literally just they they just go because it's their duty to save the animals it's like i think again and this is one of the big issues with this film that just with slightly better writing you could fix so many issues and it's like Mm. you know when when claire says listen owen blue's alive the last surviving velociraptor the one you formed this bond with since birth and he's like, oh, no, nah, like, it's still, we should just let them die. And then he goes, oh, yeah, all right, I'll come with you. And it's like, if if Chris Pratt had been like, you know, no, like, as soon as she said Blue's alive, he's like, right, I'm getting on that plane, you know? Like, mm. it, he should have wanted to go back to the island. And I I, I've, I said it before that I, I liked in Jurassic Park 3 that Alan doesn't go to the island voluntarily. And I was thinking about this today, that I the way Ian Malcolm goes to the island in 2 it also kind of makes sense because his character had the the breeziest time in the original Jurassic Park. He had the least interactions with deadly dinosaurs. So it makes sense that he would be the one willing to go back with like, you know, he's, he's obviously reluctant, but he's not like, you know, Alan Grant, who's there's nothing on God's green earth that would get me back on that, on that Island. And yeah, I think just if you'd slightly rewritten the characters and maybe played up Claire's guilt a little bit more that, Mm. But the, the, like, like Claire just her turn from Jurassic World to this one doesn't feel completely earned. But because she's a Play-Doh character, mm. like no yeah. convictions, no, she's so malleable. Yeah, and she should be convicted. But the yeah. <laughs> I do want to want to talk about one thing about this film, and this is this is one of my films I reference quite a bit as like a, as an example of something. Is that this is one of, if not the most well-directed bad film i've ever seen this is i would love for you to explain this you've been saying this for years and i've never it's never quite clicked with jurassic world mm. fallen kingdom well i'm i think the statement stands for itself <laughs> so anytime that the the a, a, a script a page of the script would say uh t-rex shows up in the shadows character one run uh they run away from it uh, blah 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 it, on on like when you see that on screen it's gorgeous it's like some of the the most well sort of like choreographed and shot uh and you know and blocked things in the entire franchise anytime when characters are actually saying anything it's just horrible and it's and it's this is the perfect example of like a, a good director cannot save a bad script that the, like you you can make terrible movies out of great scripts but you can't make a great movie out of a terrible script like there's there's so many like so such gorgeous visual storytelling in this film the opening scene of this film which is um uh 
a team of mercenaries are trying to get DNA from the Indominus Rex, uh, which is like still at the bottom of the lagoon by Jurassic World. Then they, the Mosasaurus like destroys their submersible and then the T-Rex attacks their helicopter as they're, as they're trying to fly away. And it's one of the best sequences in the franchise. Like I'll, I'll totally. say it's what, it's what the whole movie should have been. It, it's, it's so fucking well done. So th- there's like, there's a character who has to you know, turn on the power or whatever. And these, the, the other characters are yelling at him to run and, and he can't hear them. And we see a shot from their point of view yelling at him. And there's a crack of lightning and you see the outline of the T-Rex and it's like, yeah, one of the best shots in the franchise. And same with the, you know, that they're, they're leaving the, you know, the script would have said they they look back and they see a, a, the Brachiosaurus dying. And it's one of the most emotionally affecting parts of the franchise. It's it's the only part of the of this film, which the, the, this film was predicated on the fact that, no, we have to save these animals. That's the only time where I've been like, fuck, they do have to save them. And they didn't. Yeah, and they didn't. They and there's there's some really, like, the, when the Raptor creeps into Maisie's bedroom and it's it's like yeah, sure. re- yeah, that's, that's really well done there's another there's a, one of my favorite shots in the film is there's like a statue of a horse and we see that but the shadow that it's casting is actually the shadow being cast by the eye mm-hmm. and it looks the same but then it like opens and it has its sharp teeth and yeah there's there's, there's some really really good like well-made stuff in this film but this is to me this is the clearest example of the different of of what directing is is that you you take a terrible script and you give it to a good director and you can see where they're able to pump you know to to fix it and where they're mm. not able to i've i've never brought myself to to rewatch it but i i always thought that the predator um the shane black predator movie yeah is like you can see the the shane black's a good storyteller and you can see where that begun and where where like producer interference changed mm. it into something stupid so yeah it's similar similar thing um okay now i can understand what they mean and it's more than just cinematography isn't it because mm. a t-rex appearing in a lightning flash is is a an idea that is more than just a visual idea yeah. yeah yeah and it's like the cinematography is probably the best it is in the franchise but it's yeah, it's 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 how to to block a scene and and mm. things like that. It's yeah, it's 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 really well done. Like you said, the idea of like a Jurassic Park movie that's a haunted house movie is like mm. I maybe five into a franchise. Let's see what that looks like. <laughs> but I, I I do think yeah, maybe running away from dinosaurs plus volcano might have felt a little bit repetitive. But yeah, I mean, I I could have watched just the volcano movie you know so i've got so many jumping off points of things i want to talk about about specifically fallen kingdom from what you've just seen mm. let's go with what you said. it could have just been the volcano movie this is not only retreating something i said on the original jurassic park episode but retreating what i'm sure is like probably an ongoing recurring joke on the podcast since then yeah. that that um that opening scene is all based around the mosasaurus right yeah. and i believe my original continue the franchise for the original jurassic park episode was jurassic waters which you hilariously mm-hmm. called jurassic park and my <laughs> jaws jurassic park jaws jurassic park my pitch was this was that you just make you combine jaws 
with Jurassic Park. And you don't even be shy about it. You go, no, no, Spielberg legacy property. We're going to do a Spielberg send up by doing Jaws. But what if it was a Mosasaur, you know? Mm. Um, and like thinking about where, where they, the scripts, where the, the, the trajectory of the series wants us to get by the third film, you can still do Jurassic waters. All you mm. do is that it's about the gate is open and the Mosasaur is on the, on the, on the loose, you know, and like terrorizing the, the, cruise ships. Well, the idea is that dinosaurs are escaping and yeah. maybe that's the, that, you know, the crux of the film is they're trying to herd them back into the park and the Mosasaur is just the, you know, the, the dominant the hardest set piece. One, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. And then the third one should be called Jurassic War. Yeah. There you go. And that's, that's everyone's or out. Or, or, yeah. or Jurassic Wasteland, you said the other day, which oh, I, quite, yeah. I quite liked. Um, So the... The other thing I want to talk about, um, other, other things I want to talk about, um, is it Justice Smith? Is he in this movie? Yes. Plays, yeah. His, um, well, what's, what's his name? I always think it's Lincoln, but no, it's um, uh, Franklin. Franklin. Franklin is a character who, if he were played by an older, probably white dude. Tom Holland. Uh, no. <laughs> older, older, like fucking like, think, think like, um... I don't know, like like the kind of actors that that you see in here. Give me an age. Um, let's go. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 40 late 40s. Let's go 48. 48 year old. I'm talking like not A-list, like you see them in every sitcom for one episode. Kind Christian of. Bale. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Okay, sure. Let's go <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Probably a bit too famous. Um, Seth Green. Ed yeah, Helms. sure. Steve sure. Burns from Blue's Clues. <laughs> My point is, Randall is that Park? That's, if the character was you know, of of a different like age, he's absolutely a character you would kill off. And yeah. there is a scene in the movie where him and Claire are escaping from this this like underground bunker and lava's dripping in, and there's this there's this dinosaur that gets lava dripped off and it just sort of shakes it off like it's like mm. a fly. Again, not- again, a beautiful scene when they're looking <laughs> down the pipe and a yeah. bit of lava drips and it illuminates the dinosaur. But, like, if you get touched with a drop of lava, you're down for the yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and they're running towards the, the like, escape sh- shaft, the ladder, and Claire, Claire climbs up it, and then Franklin climbs up it, and he has a moment of relief where he's like, we're going to make it, and then the ladder, like, He literally unlocks. says, we're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, and then the ladder unlocks and, and f- crashes to the ground, but he's still able to get up. In the sorry, but in I miss the old Jurassic Park because in the mm. old Jurassic Park, that's how that character fucking dies. Yeah. You know, yeah, like if he was the played language by Stephen is Og. The, 
yeah, thank you. What a great call. <laughs> like the language of that scene is like, and you know, the the, the mercilessness of mm. the 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 rules that govern Jurassic World. You know, yeah. like it is it is written that way, and he gets away and is contributes nothing really to the rest of the plot that couldn't be contributed by other characters. And I think. A big problem with the Jurassic World sequels is this unwillingness to kill anyone. And mm. uh, it gets, we'll talk about it in Dominion, but like there is a scene <sighs> in this where, where it's Franklin and Claire in the like the um the the glass ball thing that they mm, drive the around. Gyrosphere. In the gyrosphere and chris pratt is running behind them away from a volcanic eruption yeah, and volcanic a dinosaur ash. yeah um and a dinosaur stampede and the ball is going towards a cliff and it falls off the cliff you see chris pratt get consumed by the smoke um and then you see that the ball falls off the cliff into the water where chris pratt eventually shows up and, yeah, frees and, them and a it. bunch of dinosaurs fall into the water as well and what is again a beautiful shot <laughs> and like i it's it's so like this is the kind of thing where it's like this is clearly like they're thinking about the the truck hanging off the cliff in the lost world and they're like we want out we want a big set piece that is like not because of dinosaurs but it's done it's it's exacerbated by the dinosaurs yeah. right they're but certainly I, not helping yeah yeah and i i think the reason why the lost world scene is still better is because that scene is like it, I recognize what a truck is. I recognize what a cliff is. Whereas this is like <laughs> you lava. see a volcano, you're like, "What's that?" Well, it's kind of <laughs> like in a way, like it's certainly less common. And also, well, also like, like we're, we're told that like being close to lava and like volcanic ash is like one breath of that, and you're fucking dead. And then yeah. so you see this, and you're like. Do I not understand volcanoes, or do you not <laughs> exactly. understand volcanoes? Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. And I think, I think as well, it's something about that gyrosphere being such a futuristic-looking thing. Mm. It, I'm severed from the tension because it's like, if this was a truck, this would be dope. If the, yeah, it's like, if why not? Volcanic- why not just make your gyrosphere fucking fly? It probably can do that. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, fucking hell. Um, and yeah, and it's it's just it's again, it's this problem with killing off characters where it's well, I mean, really, the solution would be like, how about we don't have Owen get consumed by the volcanic ash on screen Mm. because everyone knows that would kill you you know Mm. like everyone knows that um and i think that's just like a a um yeah a real a real real dumb attempt it's a real dumb attempt at recreating something that's really cool from the original films um what do you think of the T-Rex blood transfusion? <laughs> That's a scene that you write down on paper eh? and you're like, we got to do a T-Rex blood transfusion because yeah. um, Blue has been shot um, mm. and they need to bring her back to life by using another, like apparently T-Rexes and raptors share the same blood types. I'm sure that's not true at all. Yeah. But, well, dinosaurs aren't real. So. Yeah, they, are, they were real. Yeah, if you believe that. <sighs> yeah there's a lot of like just so much stupid shit in this film one that really annoyed me i remember when i watched it is that we see the indoraptor just like tear through a fucking steel 
staircase like it's made out of tinfoil and it's like just destroying this magic ripping everything in its path to shreds most powerful Mm. fucking dinosaur i've seen the whole franchise it's chasing after Maisie, the little clone girl through a hallway she gets into her dumb waiter shuts the tiny wooden door just in time and the eye raptor goes ow my head i guess i can't kill her and then leaves and it's like i raptor actually talks in this (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we should have mentioned that but yeah it's 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 insane. God, we're one Jurassic Park sequel away from talking dinosaurs. I legitimately thought it was going to happen in Dominion. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a scene where it really seemed like it was going to happen. Um, Alan. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like, like, oh, we already had one. I forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fun seeing Jeff Goldblum back, and he, he does a name drop of Welcome to Jurassic World. Oh, and it's like, um, <laughs> he was, you know, teased his return to the franchise. He's in literally one scene, and it's the Two scene scenes. they used of him Start in the trailer. But he, well, um, yeah, sorry, but pod- it's the same. It is the same space and time, though. It's just artistically broken up, so you see it. No, it's two different scenes, isn't it? Isn't it? I thought I th- it was from that same case from that same hearing i think that's i don't know anyway it's um yeah in a podcast interview goldblum uh said it's small who knows they may cut me out entirely but if i stay in i'll be a sprig of parsley or a little garnish hopefully with some impact (laughs) he is a sprig of parsley he is a little garnish (laughs) (laughs) and uh so and also the film ends with this montage of like um you know this is this is a neo jurassic age and mm. humans and dinosaurs must learn to coexist which is why i think it's a different because he's talking about whether or not we should save the dinosaurs and now he's talking about well now that they're everywhere we're gonna have to learn uh, okay and then it shows uh free dinosaurs a little montage of dinosaurs roaming urban areas and then uh yeah jurassic world dominion ends the same fucking way but we'll get to that so uh, there's also, I didn't know this until I was doing research, but there's a post credit scene to this film. Oh my god. Yeah, it's uh, three pterodactyls flying and landing on the Eiffel Tower in Las Vegas. It's 15 seconds long. Oh, well, I'd love to have seen that. I ne- you, you told me what it is before I could make the Samuel L. Jackson joke. Hold on to your butts. That he, he turns up and asks the fucking T-Rex if he wants oh, to yeah. join the Jurassic Initiative. And then nice. Samuel Jackson shows up. Anywho, the... And he's missing an arm because it's actually still the character. From- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Samuel Jackson always shows up missing something he should have two of. <laughs> <laughs> and In post-credit scenes. So, the... Yeah, the, at the end of Star Wars, Mace Windu shows up with one testicle. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. It's not brought up, but we know. It's yeah. canon. So, yeah, is there anything else you want to say about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? No, I never want to talk about it. No, I just want to say that uh, until 24-ish hours ago, I thought, God, could Jurassic World get any worse? This is is as stupid and as bad as a Jurassic Park movie can be. And now you know what? I think it's got its moments. It's not that bad. Oh. (laughs) So, Jurassic World Dominion uh, came out just a few months ago maybe maybe mm. even last month i think actually and yeah it's uh it's out what do you think it has on rotten tomatoes 39 30 so it's the lowest in the franchise it was again directed the by colin Tra- in the franchise. it was again directed by colin trevorrow who apparently 
apparently saw what a great job J.A. Biona did on the se- on the second film and thought, I want to do the third one again. Was it not an omen when um, it was yeah. basically the Star Wars sequel trilogy beats repeated that J.J. Mm. Abrams did the first one, then someone else did the second one, and then he came back and re- made it bad? When it was announced that he was just going to produce and Biona was going to direct the second one, he said that he feels like Jurassic World is a franchise that should be like... Um, Mission Impossible or like what they're doing with the new Star Wars films, which the first one of which came out a few months after Jurassic World, um, you know, where each one should be a new director. And he at the time was going to be one of those new directors. Of course, he was not. And instead he thought, you know what, I'm going to make Book of Henry. And... Well, that, that's probably why that's what he lost got him fired from yeah. Star Wars Nine. Yeah, and it then, was always yeah. a weird choice for Star Wars Nine, but in retrospect, I think his film would have probably been somewhat better than oh, Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rise of Skywalker, what's Jurassic World Dominion about? Okay, so get this. Um, oh, fuck, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like. <laughs> uh, so this is the thing. Like Fallen Kingdom, I've had what, four years to come to terms with. I've had, I've had 24 hours to come to terms with, and I haven't come to terms with Jurassic World Dominion yet. I'm, I, I'm still like so mad about pretty this. pretty definitive. No, well, no, no, <laughs> I'd no. say, I'd say I haven't come to terms with it yet. Cause I'm still thinking about it. No, I, I've, 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 I haven't, it's, it's not reached. It's not made it into my like subconscious as a fact that this movie is as bad as it is. Are you saying you've yet to heal from it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I'm, I'm still. I haven't recovered from it. It's not that I haven't made my mind right. up from it. It's that right. it, it hasn't. It's yeah. it, the the wounds are still fresh. So we start with a premise um, that I can. I, it feels like the last two movies have wanted to start with, which is like now dinosaurs and humans exist in the world hmm. together. And it's like that's why you call the franchise Jurassic World because you're building to this. Yeah. Uh, and but the plot seems to be more concerned with um, giant locusts are wreaking <laughs> havoc on crops and like like prehistorically large locusts. Mm. And it turns out that these are sort of what is it? They're like an industry plant from so Biosyn. so Biosyn, who hasn't been mentioned in the franchise up until now, but they are part of the novel. Um, uh, like uh. a competitor for InGen who have they're, they're sort of this global conglomerate and they have they make biosyn crops and then they've genetically altered this lo- these locusts to eat all the crops that aren't biosyn obviously with the help of henry Wu, who's back at it again and biosyn <laughs> well, is biosyn is uh headed by dodgson who looks quite different from when he last saw, saw him um which is uh, yeah, of course, uh, due, due to some bad reasons. But Dodgson is, if you've seen the original Jurassic Park, you know the scene where Nedry is, um, gets the Barbasol can from the guy in the hat who wants to remain, remain anonymous. And he, and so now he's back. He's played by a different actors. He's played by the guy who played Richard Parker in the Amazing Spider-Man movies because the uh, original actor is in prison for um, uh, sexually assaulting a 13-year-old girl. But the... Yeah, so for some reason, the only person, the only people that can stop the 
the the locusts is our original trilogy of uh ali stadler alan grant and ian malcolm all reprising their roles from the first film it's the first time we've seen all three of them on screen together in 29 years and uh yeah what else so that that's kind of their plot alan and uh, ian malcolm works at biosyn they and ali and um alan go in and try to because the idea is that they can splice the dna out of the locusts and release like a pathogen that will kill all of them within one generation Mm. that's one that's one plot yeah there's also um the little clone girl who is now being um parented by owen and claire because as we have established with those characters they always wanted a kid together yeah i don't know there's a real like there's a real vibe of like they've finally got their unconventional family yeah. it's like what but she um, um yeah they don't let her go out too far because as she thinks they don't trust her because mm. of course they don't because she she doomed <laughs> the human race mm. um, but she gets kidnapped along with blue's baby raptor and so they team up with a cool hip uh mercenary airplane flyer <laughs> pilot pilot <laughs> um, and she helps them um get to biosyn where the girls and the raptors being held what is dodgson's plan ultimately it's like what does he want to do it's fun because so what's wrong with any of this <laughs> yeah so so dodgson um it is funny, like, it doesn't need, like, they were like, oh, let's bring back a character from the first one. If you can't get the same actor, it didn't need to be the same character. This film, this film can be summed up as Dodgson. We got Dodgson over here. <laughs> See, nobody cares. I think, I th- yeah, right. I think Dodgson being brought back into the franchise, especially with the context of um, not having the same actor, um, is one of the funniest examples of like a pointless legacy character returning. You know, something you see in Star Wars all the time. Because... I never thought of Dodgson as like the leader. I thought he was a foot soldier. Well, it's a, well he's t- he's, uh, in the last thirty years, he's risen to the top. But he, um, I don't know, it seems pointless. He's also oh. very clearly just supposed to be Tim Kirk of Apple, right? Okay. Like the the characters designed the exact same way, and you hired a new actor who looked like that. But yes, yeah, so eventually, our original trilogy of characters and our two characters we've spent three movies worth and the new one um mm. the the pilot all end up together and an hour and, and the, 40 and minutes into the movie biosyn is like in this like sanctuary they've made for dinosaurs and so it takes place in like effectively a jurassic park <laughs> but this is like a jurassic national park yeah but then the film ends with uh they the the dinosaurs are let out of, well the, the, the dinosaurs are like the, the sanctuary remains a sanctuary but dinosaurs are still out and about and there's a montage where they go looks like dinosaurs and humans are gonna have to learn to live together which is exactly how the last film ended but it's like does nothing with the premise it's like it takes a left turn and it becomes about locusts for no reason like no <laughs> Like, like you, 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 I didn't know this before watching this film. I assumed, and we even talked about this on the most, most dumbest looking films of 2022 podcast we did at the start of the year, that like, 
like we were talking about how like oh this the you know the smart way to end this movie would be with dinosaurs absolutely eviscerating humanity but mm. it's it's not going to be there and like the film isn't even about the co the coexistence yeah. of uh, like, dinosaurs so the, the thing is as well that so because Colin Trevorrow and I said this almost anticipated he talked about oh god fucking Colin Trevorrow's comments so there's one comment he made that was real smart there's one comment he made that was real dumb I'll get the smart one first so he said that the the idea because it wasn't a, a whole shitload of dinosaurs released into the world. Um, it was you know a small amount, but they they're able to breed asexually. But they, um, the idea would be that they were the same kind of threat as like bears and tigers are at the moment. It's like things that everyone's aware of, but you're unlikely to actually run into. But they are a very real threat. And I was like, yeah, it's it's interesting. like the idea of. It's not a Planet of the Apes thing where they're taking over. It's just like, yeah, what if the the predators you have to be wary for when you go camping are the greatest predators that have ever lived? And, you know, build from yeah. that. And then he also made a comment that the new villain dinosaur in this film, the, um, I, I need to look up because it, it looks like it should be Gigantosaurus, but it's not. Um, it's like G- Giga... Giga... Giga something. Gigabyte. Yeah, yeah the Giga... Giganotosaurus? Let me control if gig, uh, gig, yeah, gig, giganotosaurus, um, the giga, we'll call it. Um, so yeah, it's Colin Trevorrow said the giga is like the Joker for some reason. That's right. And he, and but the, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so he said, yeah, the, the new villain dinosaur is like the Joker. He just wants to watch the world burn. The giganotosaurus, fucking. <laughs> This is what it does in the movie. It like it shows up. It it tries to eat. Uh, it it it, it faces off against the T Rex for a meal, and it wins because it's more dominant. And then at the end, the T Rex and fucking Salad Fingersosaurus like <laughs> just team up and kill the Giga. And it's supposed to be this big fuck you moment, but it's like it hasn't done anything wrong. It's just also a predator. It was also trying to feed once, hmm. and. Oh, just everything about this. So, what did you think about? <laughs> I th- maybe Colin Trevorrow was actually talking about Jared Leto's Joker and Suicide Squad, and was mm. like, "No, he's barely in it." <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing I want to draw attention to is this might be the most amount of characters on screen in any movie like this ever. Mm. By the end of the film, um, uh, you've got. The three classic legacy mm. characters. You've got Claire, Owen, and the little girl. You've got the the mercenary pilot who's Taylor. shown up for this movie. Then you've got um, Ramsey, who is like uh, Ian Malcolm's assistant at Biosyn. And just as they've, they've accumulated him into their party, then Henry Wu shows up and they're like, yeah, yeah, come along. Now, mm. what's interesting about this is like, this is from a a franchise where like you 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 build cannon fodder into the script so that you can mm. raise the stakes and kill off these characters and i was watching i was like those idiots this is the problem they've made right mm. so you cannot kill any of the legacy characters you just can't do it mm. you just can't like right you cannot kill claire owen or the little girl because that would be and narratively antithetical so the only characters you could theoretically use as cannon fodder are all the people of color in the cast yeah. who are the, the, this mercenary pilot ramsey and henry Wu. henry Wu, a character who 
deserves to die. <laughs> yeah. Who sh- who should have been the Dodgson in this? Like he should have been Dodgson. Like yeah. they shouldn't have had Dodgson. It should have been Henry Wu has escaped and now he's doing all this shit. Well, like, cause, he cause should one be of the, the ideas they talked about uh, is that like. Jurassic World Dominion would explore what happens if the dinosaurs were like open source and he said it's it's insane to me the most far-fetched idea would be that after 30 years Wu was the only person who still knows how to make a dinosaur is still the only person who knows how to make a dinosaur and it's like yeah Henry Wu the greedy little fuck that he is who has learned nothing from his other three appearances should have risen to the top of Biosyn somehow and sold the rights to the dinosaurs and have all over the world when he showed up, I was like, God, finally a character they can kill off. But mm. no, he actually survives and gets a relatively happy ending. But Which it is he doesn't funny deserve. That it, it's funny that, that like writing themselves into a corner, I don't mean to get political, but we're the mm. only characters that your script would make sense to kill off are all the ones that aren't white people. Mm. It's like, oh God, what, what went wrong here? And I guess what went wrong here is like, I can see maybe, I can see Ian Malcolm being in this movie with 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 like that's valid i think he has a place in this movie i think ali maybe has a place in this movie because also the thing is that that ali is like the other two the two guys have already helmed a sequel and so it makes Mm. sense that ali would be like Mm. yes this is her turn to be the Mm. yeah um and but what is fucking Alan Grant contributes nothing to this mm. film. What a waste of a character. Like it's because they had too many fucking characters. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <sighs> they're like, there's this one part where they all run up to watch the Giga fight the T-Rex. And it's like, why are there nine people on screen? Yeah. And, but this? they also, they make such a point of having all of them on screen at the same time. So many times. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is so, yeah. So, so that's what you think of the film. I I would say um this this film really really fucked me off. So I I'd heard oh Jurassic World Dominion's really bad. And I you didn't talked go about see it for that reason. Yeah, you talked about um oh so you know like that that that, that AV club tweeted a thing about Jurassic Park 3 being like a lost masterpiece and you said oh Jurassic World Dominion that bad, huh? Yeah, it is, and <laughs> I, th- yeah, this is the one of the most offensively bad blockbusters I've wow. like. This is for me. This is up there with the Rise of Skywalker and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Of like, especially that thing of you are being handed such a fucking home run, and you are you are you are fucking it up. In a way that you almost have to have tried. And who, how did a, a team of writers come up with the idea that this this big plot about locusts and think that's Jurassic World three? Like, and, and I and I get exploring other stuff, but you also have these two completely. It, it feels like to me because also this is the longest Jurassic World Jurassic Park movie. And there's there's allegedly a director's cut coming with an extra half hour of footage. It feels like they wrote the script not knowing if they were getting the legacy characters back. So they gave them a completely totally. unrelated storyline that totally. just ties together at the end. Totally. It feel especially with Sam Neill, it feels like they they were like they wrote the script and then they got the the late email from Sam Neill being like, Yeah, I'll do it and mm. they're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. We haven't got to just pair him up with Ali. Yeah. It's yeah, oh God, he gets he gets a funny little scene where uh, he's confused by coffee orders, which 
is starts to be one of the the cleverest moments in the film and then just is ruined <laughs> but um when ian malcolm goes oh can i get you guys a coffee he orders a complicated coffee so that the um the frother will be on for a long time and he can talk to ellie without anyone hearing it uh, and then it just cuts to like Alan Grant being like, oh, coffee's too complicated these days. And the guy's like, we got macchiatos, we got different kinds of milk. And it's like, shut the fuck up. And then (laughs) Ali says that Ian slid into her DMs. And like, just every single thing about this movie just like infuriated me. It's like, it's not even, I, I was never even... I never, I never even got the magic of like, wow, it's just so cool to see these three back together again. You know, right. like I, I, I never even had that. Hmm. And the, the, when they, when they meet an hour and 40 minutes into the film where they meet the, the, the new characters, it's so weird. It's such a weird scene. It's just, it's played to be this like super emotional thing, but it's just like, why is any of this happening? I did think that scene was um, the, the so they they meet up and then the Giga attacks them and they have to get into like this facility. I gotta say, like I thought they were gonna kill Ian Malcolm for for a mm, for a yeah. fleeting few moments. I was like, wow, it looks like that, he's about to sacrifice himself. Is yeah. that is that the play they're going to make? Um, because you know you're expect they don't make a play is the answer. Yeah. Um, and and then when they cl- he's climbing up the ladder, um. Ian like slips and falls and Alan grabs his hand and pulls him up and the the cry that Jeff Goldblum emits when he falls was heartbreaking because I was like oh and and like I don't know that moment kind of got me because it was like these two characters who've historically not gotten along having a little moment but and (laughs) I one other thing I want to say about this movie I I spoke about like uh, Fallen Kingdom being one of like a really well-directed film. This is a horribly made film. The mm. editing in this film is garbage. The continuity is awful. There's so many shots where characters mm. just change who they're standing next to from one shot to another. Mm. It's infuriating. It's, 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 mm. it's, this, this is truly, truly, I, I, I cannot believe it's this bad. I had been told it was bad. It's so much worse than that. I think that the that the the really funny continuity error I noticed is that in one shot Chris Pratt is doing that fucking thing he does where he holds up his hand because that's apparently kryptonite to a velociraptor if you and, and and in this film and, every dinosaur yeah um and then it cuts to a wide shot and his hand is lower and it's like that's on chris pratt what did you <laughs> think your character was going to be doing in the background of this show? <laughs> what um, are you doing why is your hand lower you know exactly what he would be doing it would be up like a traffic light he'd be saying no bad raptor Look at my fingers. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the retcon that happens in this film because. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> funny! Oh my god! So the whole the, the last film ends with the as we said the stupid superficial connection that the little girls are clone and the dinosaurs are all clones, and then in this movie she's not really a clone. Well, she's yeah. like it, it she's, retcons it. She's still you absolutely a clone, but yeah, she you um the idea is that so the because in the in the last film we're told. This guy cloned his granddaughter uh, because he his daughter died and he wanted her to. And, and that's what happened, the way the falling with Hammond. In this film, it's shown that Charlotte, his daughter, cloned herself by her own volition. And that's that's Maisie. And it's like, oh, wow, it wasn't my evil grandpa. It was actually her. And she realizes like, wow, I'm okay with being a clone because my quote unquote mum wanted me. 
And she had this like rare genetic disease that she then altered Maisie's DNA so that she wouldn't have that disease. And then Henry Wu's like, I need to get Maisie so that I can alter, to know how to, or I need Charlotte's research so I can understand how to alter DNA so I can kill the locusts, which I fucking did. And then he stands in a field and releases the, the, the locust, which will save everything. And then sighs to himself and thinks, you know what? I'm a good person. And, and we're, we're supposed to be like, wow, thank God Henry, we got a good ending, which he doesn't deserve. But yeah, so it's like, so God, I can't believe Dodgson's in this movie when Henry Wu is right there. Yeah. It's so obvious that that's what you do with that character. Yeah. Yeah. So (sighs) whether or not it makes her not a clone, it's still like, I I saw her mum pregnant and I was like, was she not born in a fucking Petri dish? Is that not the whole point? Is that not like the whole like abomination of science? If she's still pregnant with her clone, is that not like... I don't know. Maybe I'm being. Maybe I'm too like narrow minded. Science but is fiction. That not, yeah. But but is is that not like like no different from just a normal birth? Like, what does being a clone mean then? I well, don't know. It's I mean, just, I mean that, that is that is how clones work in real life. It? Yeah, I I actually released a, a video about clones yesterday. Um, well, you didn't tell me about it. Well, I think you I sent re- you the released TikTok. it like giant locusts into. The- <laughs> you did send me a TikTok. I didn't watch it because I. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, <laughs> so the, yeah, the, like like essentially, it's 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 copying the cells and, and like mm. do you know do you know what clones actually don't even necessarily look the same as well. Oh, that's boring. Yeah. That's the whole fucking point. Um, I mean, technically, tw- uh, twins are clones of each other. Um, so, but one thing I will say about, and I like, I, I hate the way it's executed, but at some point in a six movie franchise, it makes sense that they explored human cloning. Hmm. I think, I think that had to be done. I think in the, in the 30 years that cloning technology was this advanced to bring back, um, dinosaurs, they needed to, Hmm address that question at some point of has someone tried to clone humans then or like what how has this research evolved unfortunately it leads to one of the stupidest things a character's ever done in a film and then one of the worst blockbusters of the last 10 years i mean i didn't think it was that bad but i think i'm still grappling with it i think that like i there were enough moments where i just sort of passively enjoyed it if we saw this in the movies together you would have turned to me and said that's probably better than the original Jurassic Park. <laughs> and I would have been like, "What? I hated that. And then on the I drive home, on the drive home, you would have, you would have come to terms with the fact that you didn't really like it. I've currently got it ranked above Fallen Kingdom. So maybe that needs to change. No, and yeah. Jurassic Park <sighs> 3, actually. Um, this this one look, is, I, is, it's so bad, AJ. I, I, I just don't get it. I just don't, I think it was, I'm not saying it's good. I have all the same problems with it as you do. It just wasn't enough for me to be like, this is Rise of Skywalker bad. It's also, it's, it's, it's so long and it's so poorly paced as well. Like, I, I did not experience that. I, I got to a point where I was like this, surely this has to be over soon. I wasn't even an hour into it. The, the whole they go to, they go to the fucking Malta. That happens to you all the time. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm pacing issues are my de aging. But the <laughs> yeah, the, 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 there's this whole thing where they go to Malta and there's this random chick who just shows up very briefly, and then 
she oh, tries yeah. to, she tries to kill one of them and they they try they tase her and she's like that's not supposed to be used on humans and it's like <laughs> you just try <laughs> to fucking kill her like yeah yeah, yeah all, all all's fair and fucking love and war but oh man this is this movie is also I spent I've spent I spent all day talking to people at work who have seen this movie talking about how bad it is this this also um and like I talked about how how the the movie's afraid to kill off characters. It's also afraid to kill off dinosaurs. I think in comparison to seeing um all the dinosaurs in Fallen Kingdom or most of them die on Isla Nublar and then watching them loaded on to a big boat like it's bloody Jurassic Ark, Richard. I said it's like Jurassic Ark, Richard. <laughs> I actually um, and really then in this that one in in um in Dominion, um, it's like they're scared to kill off anyone because the locusts get set on fire. Well, no, so this is the, <laughs> the thing as well. The that- locusts get set on fire. They fly into the forest and start a forest fire. And instead of what would probably happen, which would be probably all the dinosaurs would die of smoke inhalation, um, they they <laughs> herd them all into the s- all of them, huh? What? <laughs> These like some that eat each other, they hurt them because they've got like things in their brain which you can tell them what to do, which feels like, well, there's a solution to several problems. Um, they herd <laughs> them all into the sanctuary like it's a bloody Jurassic Ark, Richard. I said like it's a bloody <laughs> Jurassic Ark. Two by two, they save one of each. Um I do two of each. <laughs> <One> of each. <laughs> um uh, yeah, you just, yeah, the the thing about the locusts being set on fire. Mm. I am wondering if the discussion was had, and because I think people in the, um, the 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 fallout from Fallen Kingdom would have been that people didn't like seeing the dinosaurs die, and I think that's why they introduced the locusts because they're like, well, you can just kill a bunch of fucking big bugs, we yeah, can have totally. a, a mass extinction event from something new that we're introducing. Or something ugly too. Yeah. Or they go, what What would be, here's the thought process, and it's a tragic one. It's one that leads yeah. to a movie as bad as this, right? They go, all right, what would the world look like if dinosaurs um, come and happen? Is what I was saying about the guy who let all the frogs out before. Like there would be mass decimation to the ecosystem. And they go, okay, well, would that, what, what's an example of what that would look like that maybe we can stir to be the kickoff point of the film? And someone goes like, well, what if crops are being eaten? and they go well dinosaurs wouldn't really eat your crops but bugs do what if it's bugs <laughs> you know and like and you've you're so you're so lost in the source that you forget yeah. that it's, it's supposed to be a movie about di- a dinosaur apocalypse you're so concerned richard with whether or not you could <laughs> you didn't think to, to stop to think if you should <sighs> I said like Jurassic Ark, Richard. <laughs> um, yeah, this is fuck, man. This also kill off some fuck it. Kill off Sam Neil. Do it, pussies. <laughs> Just do something. God. Fun fact about this film as well. In in this film, Jeff Goldblum is the same age Richard Attenborough was in the original Jurassic Park. Wow. And Sam Neil is the same age that Richard Attenborough was in The Lost World. <laughs> do you think that they recaptured their character do you think jeff goldblum no, does a better job as ian malcolm in this than he did in the lost world oh i actually i i actually did think that yeah but i yeah nothing else like really felt like man they're back you know <sighs> what a disappointing film this is my most disappointing of the year 
Do you know what it is though? It's that the other two weren't very good, so I'm not. It's not like it's not like Rise of Skywalker where I felt like I was watching like the idea of a blockbuster being redefined and then got Rise of Skywalker. This is like I saw a, a, a cash grab okay at best revival sequel i saw a pretty bad sequel to that and now i've seen a pretty bad sequel to that. yeah well, maybe if i had only watched jurassic world in the last two weeks but i haven't aj i've watched one of the greatest films of all time and that film is called the lost world jurassic park <laughs> um yeah no like that that really in the last couple of weeks i've really come to to love and care about this franchise and uh now i've come to hate it what was the moment you said where you thought the dinosaurs were going to talk? Oh, I had the end when um, they reunite Blue with her baby and uh, Owen and Blue stare at each other meaningfully and 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 nod and it's and it seems nod. like there's going to be like a thank you or like an Owen. Also, so much of this plot, all so much of the danger is predicated on the fact that Chris Pratt made a promise to a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I have to do this. I made a promise to a dinosaur, which is incapable of understanding what a promise is. Well, apparently it's not. Apparently those (laughs) velociraptors are the second most intelligent creatures on the planet. After me. (laughs) Well, anyway, I thought that the... I thought this film was pretty good. (laughs) Oh, it was fun, big dinosaurs. It was fun. I don't know. Like, I, I'm sure I'll grow to hate it. And, 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 like, something that you're very useful for, actually, is helping me hate a movie that I'm mm. not sure on after I first watch it. Um, and <sighs> maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I think I, I don't, what do you think, what do you think is worse, this or um, Secrets of Dumbledore? This. Okay. Absolutely, this. At least Secrets of Dumbledore was able to do a little bit of course correcting in some places. This mm. is just the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's not. I haven't said that in a while, but it's uh yeah. This this is on on a level of like this. This is on a level of I don't understand how you made a movie this bad, right? Mm. Where it's, it's similar to Rise of Skywalker or Crimes of Grindelwald, where it's like like Secrets of Dumbledore is like I know how films can be this level, where it's yeah, like right. oh yeah, just a messy, a bit of a convoluted plot kind of thing. This is like someone should have stopped you at some point and that this this just this you should be arrested surely this this is the final nail in the trevorrow coffin that it's like but then it's it's still made almost a billion dollars but it's like this is such an incomprehensibly written and directed film i think that the the money it makes is not because of trevorrow though it's because it's a something people recognize and i wonder i wonder when that yeah but but still absolutely if you're going if you're if you're a hollywood accountant you go oh yeah that guy makes money yeah i wonder when the well is going to run dry of like you know how many bad jurassic park movies did i mean we've kind of seen it with fantastic beasts right yeah like how many bad jurassic park movies do we need till they stop till they it starts reflecting that fall from grace financially yeah Hmm. so that's the jurassic world trilogy Mm. we talk about titles a lot on this podcast it's so sad i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that jurassic world jurassic world dominion (laughs) disappointed you so yeah i I actually have some quick dumb imdb trivia um Mm -hmm. here's one chris pratt sam neill and jeff goldblum all have roles in both this and thor love and thunder fun fact no they don't jeff goldblum's not in thor love and thunder (laughs) um 
After playing a major role in the previous two films, Blue doesn't take an active role in the plot. What? That's a very subjective way to discuss yeah. the characters. They could say the same thing about Alan Grant. Uh, first Jurassic World movie in which the film was not released three years apart from its predecessor. Fallen Kingdom's also the only full of Jurassic World movie which wasn't released four years after its predecessor. And also Jurassic World came out 14 years after its predecessor. <laughs> Stupid. Don't mind to be trivia. We talk about titles on this podcast. Um, yeah, the thing I, I teased at the start, Jurassic World Dominion doesn't have a colon. It's 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 Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Doesn't have a colon. That's so ugly. It's it, Isn't that bizarre? Ooh. Um, all right thoughts on titles i love jurassic world as a title i think that is again like talking about this is one of the most clever continued franchises we've ever seen on on an actual Mm. franchise jurassic world what a perfect title for that i can imagine us pitching this if it hadn't been made and being like and it's called jurassic world because yeah it's like it's it's another something for a a theme park you know park world um for about fallen kingdom I think it's interesting that the all the titles um, are other words for like not necessarily a world, but a like. Could you have called them Jurassic World, Jurassic Kingdom, Jurassic Dominion? Mm. You know, like they're they're all. It's not like it's Jurassic World Extinction. It's mm. like another thing, another yeah. place, another location. Or Jurassic I, World Extinction would, would be fun. An idea of a location. I think the problem with using extinction in a Jurassic Park movie title is that it's like in the humans' favor <laughs> to be for extinction. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, like, if you're going to go the bizarre colon free third film, Jurassic World Extinction, <laughs> um, is, but yeah, like, I, I mean, it's the same kind of thing that, that I was talking about with, with Dominion is that it's like, it's so easy not to fuck up this film. You you even fucked up the title. It's how hard was it to not fuck up that title? That's so interesting. I feel like a a, a, a colon is such like a um, it's such a small thing that it, you just take it for granted. Like I would just naturally assume I would have gone my whole life thinking it did have a colon. Yeah. Um. There's there's a a massive um. There's, it's probably there, when they saved the MP4, they couldn't use a colon because it's a it's a invalid symbol on Windows. <laughs> um, the uh, another a similar title that we might we may may cover one day is that um on on the the talk page for Wikipedia, you know, when you make an edit and you can edit, like there's a talk page made about whether or not to yeah make changes. Uh, more than forty thousand words were written on whether or not to capitalize the I in Star Trek Into Darkness, because <laughs> yeah, that yeah. also doesn't have a colon. Neither um, does Star Trek Beyond, and yeah. I quite like that. It makes it sound like they're parts of a sentence. But the idea being that, um, the the Wikipedia's Mandel style stipulates that prepositions fewer than five letters are not to be capitalized. Like you wouldn't wow. capitalize just in. Um, yeah, yeah. And so because it's a sentence even though it's a title you don't capitalize the i but then it's like if it's like a subtitle it's the it's the first word of the subtitle so you would capitalize it um, this is great and this is my type of shit <laughs> yeah and and so it's like yeah thousands and thousands of words written uh the consensus was uh reached that it, it, it was left capitalized 
Yeah, that feels right. Mm. But because also like the the um, title treatment on the poster is all caps, so you can't tell if, if it's meant mm. to be or what. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I've said before that I think the second Jurassic World film could, should be called The Lost Park, Jurassic World. But it's not even relevant to the, to the plot. No, they lose the park. It's covered in fucking lava. Okay, fine. Couldn't be more relevant to the plot. You've convinced me. I also think, yeah, Jurassic World War was the one that everyone talked about for the title. And it's, it feels like that's what the last one should have been called. And then, yeah, if you if you don't want a colon, it's like they committed to, let's call it, let's, they put up on the board Jurassic World War and then they put up a post note that said no colon. At some point, Jurassic World War was taken down, but they left no colon up there for some reason. <laughs> I, if it was called Jurassic World War, I would be livid that the second one, the second was one wasn't, called, yeah. Called Jurassic World something. Yeah. World... World's Jurassic end. Worlds Apart. Wow. World Fair. Well, with nothing else to say about titles, let's move on to the Cult Elders segment. So this is where uh, if you, there's a Cult Elders tier on our Patreon, which you can join. And if you do, you get access to a secret Discord channel or apparently you could text me your thoughts as happened last week. For those uh, annoyed at home that Tyler is not a cult elder and got his thoughts read out last week, he has since joined the tier because he felt bad. So, um, <laughs> But he hasn't sent any thoughts for this week. So uh, yeah, here we go. Cult elders. Dimitri says, the first Jurassic World movie might be the best Mercedes commercial of all time, but it's still overlong with characters I never really care about. The second one I don't remember much about other than hating it, and the newest one had a couple interesting ideas that didn't have the greatest execution because they were too busy winking and nodding to the original films. I'll rewatch the park movies from time to time, but the world trilogy isn't worth it to me. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, the... Yeah, there's a lot of like winks and nods. Ellie, when she first sees the locusts, does the um the glasses thing that that Sam Neil does in the first film. Hmm. Um, there was what was one where where there's someone says something to Alan Grant and he and they're like, "Do you know about X Y Z?" and he's like, "Yes," and it was like some kind of reference to. Do you know about Jurassic Park? No, it was like I don't want to say it was like. Do you know about? velociraptors but it was something like that <laughs> um not vincent d'onofrio who may or may not be vincent d'onofrio said i just want to contribute how at one point it was laughable to think chris pratt would be the star of a franchise like jurassic park years before his casting and a behind the scenes feature for parks and rec pratt himself joke jokingly talks about big things coming his way like spielberg texting him for jurassic park 4 uh which is yeah a very funny clip i've seen a few times that yeah he's doing like just a little diary cam and he says and he's like reading out a text message that he gets it's like spielberg re jurassic park 4 and it's like the joke that it's it's this weirdly i think it was 2010 and it's this weird thing that not only like making the joke that oh Jurassic Park 4 ended up happening but the fact that he starred in it and Dan at home added yes OMG thank you for sharing this the same thing happened with Simon Pegg and Mission Impossible I think mm. yeah he said um after he sort of blew up he said oh it's not like I'm gonna go do Mission Impossible 3 or whatever and then he was in Mission Impossible 3 although that almost felt like he had been cast and he was making a joke about it, like a little mm, sneaky yeah. little sneaky little British joke. Uh didn't mm. get much for the, the elders this week, but uh Is that meeting adjourned. That is meeting adjourned. Wow. So, um continue the franchise. Mm. So there is 
Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous on Netflix, which is um, similar similar to kind of vein to the uh, Fast and Furious Spy Races. It just released it looks exactly the same. It looks like the same animation style. Mm. It actually Fast just released its races. final season uh, just under two hours ago, and it, it, it finished oh. its it finished its final season uh, while we've been recording. But one thing that is explained in the series that is not explained elsewhere is they apparently explain how Dodgson has the Barbasol can in Dominion. Mm. So that's yeah. in, that's in Cretaceous. Camp we didn't Cretaceous, mention this, but apparently. Dodgson actually dies similar yeah. to Nedry's yeah. death. Very cool. Yeah. Um, the sp- the frill neck dinosaurs shot. Yeah, the Dilophosaurus. The- Spray him with piss. <laughs> Split. So uh, there's Jurassic right. World Evolution one and two, like Park Builder games. We talked about there's, that last week, yeah. yeah. A live action television series based on the Jurassic World films was reportedly in development as of March 2020. However, uh, one of the producers said uh, this year that such a series had not been discussed and that his focus was on the films. Speaking about Camp Cretaceous, he said, "I think that's plenty for now." <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what a boringly realistic response from a studio exec. When have they ever know, said right? that? When have they ever been like, I think we've got enough? <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that uh, I missed last week that is a very sort of AJ thing. This is a cancelled project, uh, a, a a show called Escape from Jurassic Park. So in June nineteen ninety three. They, they confirmed that there was an animated series based on the film was just awaiting Spielberg's final approval. It was going to be called Escape from Jurassic Park. It would have had 23 episodes for the first season. It would have centered on Hammond's attempts to finish Jurassic Park and open it to the public while InGen's corporate rival Biosyn is simultaneously planning to open their own dinosaur theme park in Brazil, which ultimately ends with their dinosaurs escaping to the jungles. If produced, it was believed the project wow. would be the most expensive animated series uh, ever made. At that that time. sounds so interesting. Yeah, I've never but heard of that. it's um, yeah, that that they that was yeah. Spielberg just said did no. That happening. Um, trying to find if it actually has like a reason. Spielberg was like, no, nah, this isn't allowed. Instead, we're going to go do these other movies instead. Yeah. There's uh, a standard also, you've got so to reach. They they made a um a trailer to demonstrate what the series would look like. Uh, the series required Spielberg's final approval before it could go into production. However, Spielberg had grown tired of the massive promotion of merchandise revolving around the film and never watched the trailer. That's so fucking frustrating. Imagine being like team leader on Escape from Jurassic Park yeah. and you can't get Steven Spielberg to watch your trailer. God yeah. fuck off, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um, and then there was also a... Uh, Jurassic Park Chaos Effect, which was also cancelled. It was another animated series. But they released the toy line for it. Oh. Nice. Yeah, so um, there's also two things related to Jurassic World Dominion. There's the Jurassic World Dominion Prologue, which is a short film called Jurassic World Dominion Prologue. And it was originally- Presumably no colons in there either. Not at all. Nary a colon to be seen. It's- um, what is this, Nedry, after he's been eaten? <laughs> so the, this is this was originally the first five minutes of the film. It, it has a flashback to the Jurassic era, and then it goes 65 million years later, and then it shows the team capturing the T-Rex at the at a drive-in movie theater, which is referenced in the film, yeah, but not shown. that wasn't in the film. Yeah. Yeah, so it was What's cut that, out. like, a massive part of the... Why, why, why the hell did they cut that out? It's also the best part of the film, if it had been in it. <laughs> and 
Uh, yeah, it, it was shown before, what do you call uh, uh F9 in IMAX in 2021. Uh, so uh, there, there was also a short form release called Battle at Big Rock. Yes. Yeah, which uh, I don't think I ever watched. But uh, it's, it's about like a family camping and the two right, shows yeah. up. Uh, what is your continue the franchise for this week? Well, it's actually very related to those last two you mentioned because um, I purposefully already talked about Jurassic Waters so that I didn't have to mention it again here um i think that judging by um battle of big rock and prologue both of which are directed by colin trevorrow Mm. and were pretty well received as well as um the opening scene of jurassic world fallen kingdom being like unanimously agreed upon as the only good scene in the movie Mm. i think the way forward here is actually to make like Jurassic Park stories, Jurassic World events. Jurassic World building. <laughs> Jurassic World building. I think a series of short films, similar like talking like the Marvel one shots kind of mm, thing, mm. could be a way to go. We did the Animatrix recently on film franchise yeah. follow-ups, and we ended it talking about what franchise would you like to do an anima- Animatrix for? And, you know, like what essentially what franchise would you like to um pitch a bunch of vignettes hmm. for and i i think i landed on parts of the caribbean as what i'd want to do but i think jurassic park hmm. is more what i'd want to do because you can do things like battle of big rock you can do things like the prologue you can do stories that that are set in any part of the timeline be that the dinosaurs have escaped at the end of fallen kingdom like battle of big rock or it's just actually set in dinosaur times like prologue or it's it's you know mercenaries going to isla nublar as the as is their want you know Mm. like just tell compelling short stories make a package of them you know five minutes in length and release that on what what is Jurassic Park got? Paramount Plus? What's their yeah, what, yeah, yeah. yeah, and like it's it's a reason to sign up as you get this package of short films, you know, bring in cool directors to do them, have them be short, have them communicate a simple idea, and you give them a budget to put dinosaurs on it. Like there are endless ideas that, that you could come up with in any part of the Jurassic Park timeline. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's yeah yeah i like that i like that yeah thank you my continue franchise is called jurassic land oh and they've inexplicably rounded up all the dinosaurs and they've got the park running again (laughs) (laughs) is that that the whole thing it's just another the park is running story yeah they uh yeah no, you, you got it. How do they round them up? Do they put them on a, a Jurassic Ark, Richard? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I um, I also think that, like, because like, we are going to get a sequel to these films at some point, surely. They've, they've, they've said, like, oh, you know, we say it's the end of the Jurassic era, but, you know, you're never going to be so sure. I think we're going to get, like, a Cretaceous Park or something like that. But um, that my, my genuine want for this franchise would be a very close adaptation of the novel that's a tv series i wanted to honor last week i said i'm going to get my jurassic world pitch out of the way which was the prequel to jurassic world because i wanted to honor wherever dominion leaves the series now i don't i want to restart (laughs) i want to start again and um 
yeah don't let i hate i hate that colin trevorrow is as synonymous with this franchise as spielberg i it it is like that is an interesting idea because with something like westworld another Crichton Mm. project like we 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 are in an era where budgetary wise and technology wise a jurassic park tv show is possible it's just whether or not they're willing to reboot their brand or not i guess Mm. Mm. it's interesting because everyone talks about yeah and we talked about this that that harry potter everyone talks about that as if it's a if it's a given that it'll be adapted again but yeah we don't talk Mm. about like many franchises like that Mm. yeah 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 so anyway that's uh that's where my head's at it's time to rank Dead franchise though oh boy we we got a suggestion on the discord this week that rank debt franchise and french wise where we discuss why something which became a we franchise, have forgotten to do again which we f- forgot to why well, i knew we forgot to do it i assumed i was saving it for this mm-hmm. it was suggested to us by i think luke that we um should probably check that um that we uh combine them as a way to make um <laughs> rank debt franchise more interesting to discuss mm why it would be a franchise so i mean why i guess like with jurassic park i wonder if like it's it'd be very easy to be like it made a lot of money which is easy for a lot of these ones Mm. um well you also have the 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 loose end of the barbasol can from jurassic park (laughs) that's true that's true yeah right but but i wonder in this case case if it's if it's less it's obviously about money but i wonder if it's also about um let's play with these toys some more you know, maybe that's what inspired yeah. a Jurassic Park sequel. Well, and also like, but but specifically with Jurassic World, it's like Jurassic World could have easily flopped, and I think we would have just had another unsuccessful reboot to a franchise. But this one, like the reason it spawned a trilogy, is so much because it just completely because it's it's, it's almost the requel thing of like mm. just do the same film again, but the stakes are higher because there's more people. You could just reboot and do another sequel trilogy that ignores Jurassic World. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad. Do a prequel trilogy that's just actual dinosaurs. (laughs) They go back in time. All right, so Um, whereabouts is Jurassic World going in our ranking? Well, where's Jurassic Park? Um, This is over on letterbox.com slash Cole Popshire, by the way, where we rank every franchise we've ever watched. I feel iffy about ranking Park and World separately, but I don't want to cause a, a fuss. Uh, I'm I'm ranking them separately. So Jurassic Park is at 31. Jurassic World is should be much lower. Okay, throw out some options to me. Is it better or worse than the Santa Claus? That's very hard to answer. What about is it better or worse than Fantastic Beasts? It is. That's very hard to answer. I reckon. Of the for three for three, mm. I think that Jurassic World has a better single movie than Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, is it better or worse than The Mummy, nineteen ninety nine? It is worse than that. I okay, cool. Then it goes between The Mummy and Fantastic Beasts. That feels right. Just shy of the Nymphomaniac constant, which is at seventy two. Uh, Jurassic World is at seventy six. Nice. The Nymphomaniac. We we should keep telling people that don't know this the nymphomaniac constant is our our demarcation our line in the sand which represents a franchise that is both equal parts good and bad and therefore a perfect zero so if a franchise is more good than bad it goes above mm, such as let's say the mighty ducks <laughs> or if it's more bad than good it goes below the nymphomaniac let's constant. say golden eye <laughs> it's not a franchise <laughs> <laughs> 
This is the Pierce Brosnan Bond movie. Oh, yeah. So, now, we've reached the end of the Jurassic era. Wow, that was quick. How do you feel? I feel dinosauric, Richard. Nice. Very cool. So, the only real thing that's left to do is to reveal our next franchise we're bobbing a visual element that's just for the two of us <laughs> yeah yeah the bobble boys so i uh, hope we rank roll the bobble boys <laughs> <laughs> um it's worth mentioning i think that things are gonna get a little bit weird on the podcast soon because i am setting sail for uh for your shores listener potentially um i know at least one or two of our listeners that i'll be america america dozens of our listeners are from america what do you mean one or two why i said potentially some but there's one or two i know specifically i'll be hitting their shores Ah, okay because i'm gonna be meeting up with them um if you live anywhere on the west coast of america let me know we can catch up so um, I'm going to be there mid-August to early September. So, yeah, we, we're sort of having to do, similar to when AJ went to the UK a couple of months ago, we're having to sort of squeeze the podcast into a smaller time frame. So I'm quite happy to admit that we're going to be rolling from a, a shorter franchise list, which is easier to manage because we're going to end up recording more uh multiple episodes within the same fortnight kind of thing so um yeah what uh do uh, do you want to do plugs sure thing so if you enjoyed this episode guys please be sure to check us out on all the various internet covens in which things like this are represented such as instagram or twitter where you can follow us at cold popshire i highly 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 recommend joining our discord which there is a link to it in the show notes you join the discord you can talk about anything with us anything with us and um, we have a we do have a discussion every week based on the franchise that we just wanted the, the the most recent podcast people are allowed to talk about um what they thought of our thoughts which we would love for you to do anyway let us know what you thought of our thoughts um and you can also if you would like to throw in some money if you'd like to donate you can head along over to patreon.com slash for some wonderful rewards including um telling us which films we can watch by um suggesting and voting on very on every second franchise we do um and a post credit scene which will you, you'll hear in a, in a moment's time but richard before we get to the post credit scene let's end the episode what is the random number Sorry, right. five. Five. <laughs> yeah, that is. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten what this feels like. It's a trilogy. Oh, is it Jurassic Park? Yes. <laughs> it's uh, Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> <laughs> um no so it's a trilogy uh the most recent one came out two years ago okay i think it's going to inspire a fun discussion about titles okay any guesses <laughs> no, i have no idea um <laughs> give me a genre give me some action. more chunk action is it um oh actually we've done like is it john wick no it's it's not quite the bobble boys 
It's very it bad boys. It is bad boys. Wow, I mean, that is so close to the Bobble Boys. <laughs> <That's insane. laughs> All right, well, the, the couple of bad boys here are going to do a, a truple of bad boys yeah. next fortnight. So stay tuned for the Bad Boys trilogy on the next episode of Film Franchise Fortnights. We'll do something different next week. I don't think we've decided what that is just yet. Nope. But hey, um, thank you for listening, everybody, and stay tuned for the post credit scene after this music finishes. And I hope you enjoyed your redux. <laughs> AJ, you're scaring me. <coughs> Welcome along to the post-credit scene, everybody. This is a segment at the end of each episode where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash you get to give us something to talk about in this, the post-credit scene. Richard, can you please lay it on me? Who's it from and what is it? Today's Patreon post credit scene comes to us from one, I thought I would be able to scroll down by the time I finished that sentence, Vincent Lara, who says, hey, you handsome men, what is your ideal Aww. day like? Activities, um, meals eaten, relaxation tactics, get up in the morning and fuck. Oh, very cool. <laughs> nah, um, sleep in. Very sexy. Um, activities, an, an escape room. I would. What, in your own bedroom? Yeah. Have you left your bedroom yet? No. That sounds horrible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, what what, what about you? Um, I wake up and it's, my bedroom is warm, but it is pissing down outside. And Mm. I get to lie in bed and listen to the rain on my roof. It's very loud in the loft. And I love, that's the best thing about living in the loft. Um, And I I sleep in. It's not a school day. So there's no no kids next door. Yep. Well, it'd be raining. They wouldn't be outside. Um, I live next to a kindergarten for yeah. context. Um, I get up when I'm good and ready. Um, I have some fun with my friends. Maybe we watch a movie together or play a game together or we make some food together. Um, maybe go somewhere together. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm very much, a, I like to do stuff. Yeah. Mm. I do, but I feel like the people I live with don't. So I yeah. acclimatized. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about eating? Any um, any foods that make me feel good at the time usually make me feel bad, but worse, like, like later on. Yeah, that's true. Like as I'm getting older, the the window of how good I feel when I eat bad food is getting smaller and smaller. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know about food. I know there's definitely there'll definitely be like Coke around. I can tell you yeah, that fuck much. Yeah. Um, maybe like some nice, some nice deli sandwiches, some nice mm. Italian, some kind of nice bread. Yeah, some nice bread and some nice cheese. Yeah, mm. yeah, I love a good, or like a good wine and cheese. Yeah. What else? What else? <sighs> fuck! I, I smashed my head on a van today, and it, fuck! I just scratched my head, and it, it really hurts. Oh my god! So I wouldn't do that on my ideal day. <laughs> 